Hey folks, Captain Kevin Faber here from Whalen Bay Marine, and I want to tell you all about a line of boats they are carrying. Whalen Bay now carries tractor boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tractor pontoon boats, Tahoe boats, and we all know the last one, Mako. So now, no matter what your boat needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. You have your choice of the number one aluminum boat, family boats, performance fishing boats, or just straight up fishing machine in the new Mako boats. Does it get any better? Also, I can promise you, when you buy your new boat, all of the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. And you can do all this at Whalen Bay Marine. It's St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207. Or give them a call at 904-217-3778. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized tracker boat, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, and Mako boats dealer. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor sitting in with Lagerman. Are you Kurt sure? Waltz. We're all three here this morning. <laughs> wow. Yay. This is right. weird. It is weird, isn't it? I'm not used to this, this at all. This is great. This is fantastic. I missed yeah. you guys, man. <laughs> won't be oh, next gosh. Week. I, I did. missed you, too. I did. I did. You guys know how much I love this show and doing it with y'all. And, and um, But damn, it was, I had, I mean, just an, an awesome, well, it's been three weeks. Sounds like yeah, epic, you were some epic Living hunts. the dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been three weeks. Basically, you had two Saturdays off, yep. which gave you three weeks to go to Georgia and Indiana. And back, and then to, back Georgia. to Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't get much better now. No, it, you know? no, no, because I left, you know, I left Indiana um, about the time that the weather was just getting really crappy. Yeah. You know, I mean, like like bad. And, and Yeah, well, that's all a matter of opinion, though. Okay. You're saying getting crappy. Some people are like, that's perfect. Yeah. The, guy, the guys that are... Well, the because the, it was getting okay, cold. Okay, okay. And so, so, so the, the 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 biggest reason that you could say that is because gun season started on Saturday. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know they can they can jump in a box. They or, don't mind. You know, I'm a, yeah, but yeah. but sitting on they know the deer are going to move. It's cold. It's nasty. And they're used to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know yeah, they're used but, to but it. it. That's Florida boys. Man, our, Southern boys. Our blood's like, a little thin. Yeah, thin. Man, time to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at the weather in Georgia, forties. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'm looking at the weather in. Indiana's a high of forty. <laughs> I might need to move south. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, and, and it's and uh, you know what? Again, you guys have have done these kind of trips, but you go out there and you're you're so fired up, and it's so much. But then when it gets crappy like that, you're like, I'd just rather go back to I'm Georgia, not, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I'm not I'm going out. Now. This yeah, morning. seriously, I like it to be cold. Yeah. But to a point? No, I'm, yeah. The and thing what, I don't like is the cold and the rain. Well, you know. It, a the, little bit of snow, I okay, can handle yeah, yeah, that. But, but when but, it starts raining. But the, the worst thing in the Midwest is the wind. Yeah. You know, it blows, it, oh, yeah. it blows, I mean, 20 to 25 every day, man. And when it starts blowing sideways like that, yeah, it's um, it's tough. But, you know, I, w- I was thinking about this because I don't know how many years we've been doing this trip, Carrie and I and Fancy. And, you know, you, you leave Georgia – 
And, you, you know, the first three or four hours, you're like, yeah, going deer hunt Indiana, you know. Yeah. And then, the, and then you, you realize the drive has got <laughs> yeah, a long you, way to go. You, 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 get, you, you get past, you know, you get to like that eight-hour point, you're like, I still got five hours to go. This sucks. That's all. That's all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gary, do you have to go to the bathroom again? Oh, I need to pull off. You know, the, yeah. the only the only good thing was is I saved an hour yeah. when I got there on Saturday evening. That's right. Because it, because time changed. Yep. So my 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 head hit the pillow around one thirty. Yeah, you got an extra hour of yeah, sleep. Yeah, but you had to wake up early. I had to wake up. Daylight early. comes quicker. Yeah, yeah. So my so head really hit the pillow at one thirty. Alarm alarm went off at five thirty. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> what time did it start getting shooting light there? Uh, right at seven o'clock. Okay, right at seven o'clock. After so, the time change. After the time change. And here it's like six. Yeah, because yeah. because when I go there before the time change, it's eight o'clock. Yeah, I mean you That's literally how Pennsylvania was. Yeah, because of the mountains. Yeah, because of the hills. Well, yeah. it's so, it's so far. Yeah, out in the Midwest. Well, know? it's one of those deal. It was like in the summertime they have light longer than us or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But. Anyway, I, 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 got, I, I think Indiana used to just stay on standard time. So they didn't change. Right. But right. now they, they, they do. So they're on the same Eastern time. The, the cool the thing, world. though, is when you go into woods, everything just smells different. Oh, it's totally different. It's a earth, more earthier yeah. smell to yep. it. Yep. It's a little deeper tones. You know. So, so my question to you is, is that uh, where were you hunting at? I mean, it, I know that Carrie's uh, got family. Carrie's so got family, so we stay we stay with Steve and Jan Moss, um, and he's got. And well, I, who are they? That's Carrie's cousins. Okay. All right. The Moss family is is Carrie's cousins. Um, did you stay in the RV? Again? We did. We stayed. Oh, in, that's nice. Yeah. So, you but, a little but, cabin to yourself. Yeah, but it's in his. Garage, it's yeah, metal barn. Barn. It's under the uh, carport. It's, it's, it's still building. Yeah, giant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. It's not I, really a I, barn. I don't even it's... know. I, Ten thousand square feet. I mean, it's. Oh my god! You could you could put twenty tractors in there. Oh, sweet! It's huge. I mm. mean, you know, and and so, um, yeah. So so we've got you know, uh, everything you want right there. Um, but your own cabin is cool. Does yeah. uh, does the barn have a bathroom? It does. Okay, shower. Well, the shower was in the RV. Okay, but the bathroom is is in the yeah. the, the, the garage. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you do have to. So but, got, it, but it's it's the, the, he's got these heaters, or uh, uh, you know, in in the barn. In the barn, yeah. That, that what if you turn it on? Yeah, it'll heat it up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've seen them before. Woo, like my, right my now, my cousins in North Dakota got those things in their barn. Yeah, yeah. They turn them jokers on. It gets hot. It, uh, yeah, you, yeah, I mean, you you feel like you're in a Tin can. It's like in, uh, in the RV, you can't turn them on for very long. In right. fact, uh, w- when we were in Indianapolis, I met some guys for dinner when I flew in on Saturday night and uh, Steakhouse St. Elmo's, and they've got those heaters outside. So for right. when the patrons are waiting for their car or valet service or waiting to get inside, they've got these heaters outside. And it and it was damn near thirty degrees outside, and you stand underneath those things. Yeah, you're like you're like a. a you know, like you get those uh, the restaurants, and then they they cook, and then they put the thing up on the yes, counter, and right. then they got the heat lamps. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're underneath it. You're like a piece of food up there on the Under heat, heat lamp. lamp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it it it, it I, you literally have to walk outside to figure out what the weather is. I mean, you know, because so it's, are you hunting there? Okay, so on that so, land so, or so, driving? So, so we 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 do hunt that land. Then we have a 250 acre lease. That, how, how many that, acres is at the at the camper? Five, not much of, of of woods. Yes, a thousand acres of corn. No, really? Yeah, 
Oh, my he's God. He's a farmer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the barn actually has, I mean, he's a working farmer. This barn that has an RV in it is like a, it has tractors and harvesters. It's farming stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's got, but that's on the, the back of the barn. <laughs> what, what's Where on the he back? keeps the equipment. Okay. Because Steve is uh, James Schulte. He's anal. He, yeah, dude, I yeah. mean, like, like all the toolboxes, every little sticker, whatever you need. Okay, so I needed some Look duct tape. Yeah. So I just went to this huge, Toolbox until you found a label until, said uh, tape. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. You know, you're not, cool. you're not you're not pulling every single one of them out. Okay, but so any, any, yep, go ahead. Thousands of acres. Yep. Okay, thousand, two thousand, thousand probably, thousand. Okay, and, so you got and, a thousand and, acres. And, and it's it's funny because that'd be fun. Steve and and this year was uh, soybeans. Okay, so it's rotated. Oh, which is like making the deer fat. Oh my god. The deer, it's it's, they love it, it's them. lots oh. of protein. Oh Antlers are probably ridiculous yep. this year. Yep. So then we have um, his his brother, Dick Moss, Richard Moss, uh-huh. and he's got sixty acres, and that's where the alfalfa pl- uh, food plots are. Oh mm, boy! And, and 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 obviously he's completely surrounded by <clears throat> he was surrounded by corn and soybeans. Okay. And so that's I, I know that sounds crazy. Our lease is awesome. Um, and it's all it was all soybeans this year. Um, the corn, the corn was still standing. There was some, there was some corn still standing around us, and That's and awesome. it all was harvested by the time I left. Wow, you know, so that pushed a lot of deer on on our lease. Nice. You know, I mean, as a matter of fact, um, I was on another piece of property, and Grandpa Jimmy texted me at like eleven thirty, and he said, "You need to come. They're harvesting <clears throat> that corn around our lease." Uh huh. And uh, sure enough, we you know you could see deer being pushed out of there. The biggest, actually, on uh, on Sunday morning, I sat in what, which is my first morning, um, I sat in what I would think would be like an observation stand. Mm-hmm. It's on a creek bottom, but to your left is is two hundred acres of dirt, which is soybeans. Okay, you so know? it's a rifle stand. It's a rifle stand, yeah. you know, and uh, but man, to sit up there on Sunday morning with the binocs, watch them and moving, just watching deer move, man, that's cool. I mean, and 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 um, it, it was all good until the the sun got over the trees, and they all kind of went back in the woods, and 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 um, I was able to watch. Them. Saw one real nice seven point at 150 yards, mm-hmm. but I, I, it was such a pretty morning, and um, I was just kind of. Sitting there was a very comfortable ladder stand, and all of a sudden I look up, coming down the fence line to my right is a stud of a buck. Well, that, that's what was my question, uh, yeah. is that, you know, you're hunting a thousand acres yeah. of cropland, and right. so are, are there tree lines breaking some of it up? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's what you're hunting. You're hunting like the tree lines breaking up all it's, this it's crop. Not, we're not hunting tree lines, you're hunting little pockets of woods. Fingers, okay. like little fingers. Off to I the mean, edge I, of the crops. I, I guess you would call it. It's not, it's not really. I, I, I can so here you. and there, you basically just got a little patch of woods. And that's, that's it. it. And that's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. And, right. and and these deer, they have no problem going out in the wide open. Yeah. Which you is know. totally unconventional for what you're thinking so, is in, I, in Yeah, Georgia. because, because I'm, I'm sitting there in this ladder stand, and I'm, I'm looking at 200 acres of nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm going, why in the hell am I up here with a bow? Mm-hmm. You know? But I had fun, and I did. I saw a giant buck. Um, at ten thirty in the morning, but he got pushed out of the corn. So, and he came towards me. He was coming towards me, but then he he jumped and went back west. Um, and we never we never did see that that buck again. So that 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 was the the first morning. And and this is, I, I thought about you, Jeff, because um, you know whenever we start our trip, 
Carrie's got everything lined up about what we're going to eat. You know, I mean, you you got basically thirteen meal hours. Plan. Yeah, it's it's You're a meal plan. European you know, she's got plan. a little soft cooler because we don't do fast food. You know, that's just it's. Just, I get it. She's got the grapes and the almonds and yeah, then you like know a little uh, roll up and and so you you really don't eat much the day before. Mm-hmm. And and you guys know Grandpa Jimmy. He don't sit past nine, so he he got down and went and got Carrie, and they were going to go to town to get something for lunch. So I get back. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating and, grapes. Dude, no. He's got a bucket of KFC fried chicken, mashed potatoes oh, and gravy. Yeah. Nice. Uh coleslaw and macaroni and cheese. I think I would have dug into that. I, listen, I went long a bit on it. Did you? <laughs> oh, I so thought you didn't hungry. eat that fast food. I stuff. know, man, but I'm telling you, after uh, all day, you know, because you're starving and you got no sleep. And yeah, you come back hungry. at at, at eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. You're going, yeah, man. I'm, 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 I'm there's something there, about fried chicken. I love fried chicken. You just there can't. No you doubt. can't turn it down. I, uh, if totally it's good fried agree. chicken and it's yeah. hot and it's not all nasty. I greasy. haven't eaten KFC in I, I'll, years. I'll give you a, a little suggestion because you know, first of all, I think sometimes it's hard to find really good fried chicken. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And I agree. Uh, so when you do find it, it's kind of special. Mm-hmm. And so yesterday was running some errands and I was like, gosh, I, I, I got hungry mm-hmm. and I was headed to another uh, thing that I had to go to. And so I was like, you know, there's a Publix right here. So I uh-huh. rolled up in the Publix, you know, and they got all that ready. Get out of the truck and it's like, and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh man, you can totally go. smell it. Yes, totally oh, smell yes, it. you can. Yep. And uh, they do that on purpose. They pump sure that they right do. into the parking Probably. lot. Probably. I think they pump it Probably through the do. AC ducts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had exactly what they do. Chicken wings in oh. there. Oh, yeah. And oh. so I was like, oh, yeah. Eat a few Did you house the whole box? Well, they had breaded and non-breaded. I get oh. the non-breaded. They give me three of each. <laughs> oh, that's right. You went good. to the I little crazy. I only ate three of each. But I can tell let me tell I'm you proud something. proud of you, brother. That breaded, fried chicken wings. Yeah. Because they weren't them little dinky. Right. No, yeah, yeah, you, you get a couple bites these out were of the, them. The, yeah, you get three bites out of these. Yeah, ones, these are right? like baby squabs. Yeah, these like these they're are huge. like almost like little drumsticks. Yeah, right? they're like huge. Yeah. And You ever oh. picture the, the chickens that they came off of? They're like little bodybuilder chickens. Oh, they're totally. Roar, they're all buffed oh, up. Yeah, it's like, but that was so good. That's awesome. So anyway, I know what you mean because yes. yesterday I was like, oh my God, yeah. that's so good. <laughs> Put the hammer on that, and you're going, man, I'm all set. I, I, I was slapping that stuff on that plate, and I'm going, man. I mean, and, then, and then after that, it's like. Was it KFC? Yeah. I mean, KFC and Popeyes, if you had a choice. Popeyes. One? Popeyes all day long. Popeyes yeah. all day. Man, yeah, I'm going to take Popeyes. Yeah, because uh, that, that rice that they have, oh, too, that yeah, Cajun rice. Red beans oh, rice. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah that, that's, uh, Not to mention that the, the chicken just outstanding. It is outstanding. Yep. There's a couple places up there in uh, rural Georgia that have those, you know, the little country kind of yeah. there is, restaurants. There, is, do a, there is a convenience store in Jacksonville, Georgia, that is, it, 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 and I'm telling you, they have, they have a two-pump gas station. And a little buffet line. And, and, and there will yep. be, at, at any point in time, 15, 20 semis. Got one right right down the road from from my place, Kevin. It's and, called and, Jim Bob's. Yeah, and they do fried chicken and yep. fried pork chops. 
Yep. Same way. On point. Same way, dude. Yeah. yeah. And, and all and, it is, little gas station at an intersection. Those yeah. little places that, that's, are the best, That's, that's all this is. It's, it, is, it is a dinky little place, but they fry chicken and then they do biscuits yeah. and they put butter and honey mm. over the top. And I've they, been oh. in that I've been in that place with Jim McCollum one time. Butter oh, and so, honey yeah. on biscuits. Is yeah. there anything better? Yeah, no. 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 So you got your chicken. Sounds uh, very familiar. You got your biscuit. Mm. Sausage. Yep. They had sausage. You really don't need anything else. My mouth is literally watering right now. I know. It's, I mean, if, literally, if you had fried chicken and biscuits and butter and honey, mm-hmm. that's a meal. Yeah, absolutely. You're good. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, would it be nice to add a little bit of greens with it? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Coleslaw. You just ruined that. Thank good coleslaw. Or, or coleslaw, yeah. Good coleslaw. Chris, you don't like greens? No. Man, you oh, never man, had what's greens? wrong with you? I can't even look at them, much All less right. eat them. I'm going to cook you some hey, greens Hey, by the, the way, I, got, I, I thought about you this time, too, Chris, because um, – some of the guys that, that were up there, hey, w- w- will you bring us some boiled peanuts, right? <laughs> and some of them have never eaten oh, yeah, I love boiled them. peanuts. Yeah. Really? Dude, you would have thought that they ate a stink bug. That's right. <laughs> they were, That's right. They were spitting it out like, like oh, you like it? Is, no. Oh, like, no, my God. They thought it was so nasty. Really? Oh, it's yeah. like hot yeah. boiled dog turds, Oh, man. see, I, then yeah. I, I was like, because you know me, I, I'll eat boiled peanuts from from Georgia to Indiana. Oh, yeah. I mean, pop, pop it, it, as a matter of fact, good. we did. You know, we had a big old container of them. Um, and but but yeah, it was it was interesting that that uh, a lot of them they're like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, they don't know. God, I love bull peanuts. Oh my they God, don't know too, man. I'll put the hammer Dude, on them. All right, we got, we got to take a break. Uh, just one some quick question. Out there. <laughs> Our uh, welcome to the Nimnik family of dealerships outdoor show uh, is live now on Facebook and Instagram. Has a picture of Captain Steve Mullen holding a fish that's just beautiful. And uh, this fish is called a what kind of fish? It's a pork fish. A pork fish. Yep. Very unusual to see one inshore. He sent it to me yesterday, and pork. I was like, "You say pork? Yeah, like pork, pork chop, like pork fish." I saw the P-O-R-K. picture, and I, I've never heard of a. Pork I have never fish. heard one either. You don't see them inshore. That's a that's a I, reef fish. Typically, I, a reef fish. Now, why do they call it? Does it taste like pork? I, I have mean, no idea. I mean, that's a interesting he kept question. It and was going to let the guys over at the Marine Science Center have it, but they were having some pump problems with their tank, so yeah. he put it back in the, the river, and it swam away. All right, if anybody knows anything about pork fish, please let us know. 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right, so we uh, we spent the break doing a deep dive into uh, this pork fish, okay? A deep dive. Yeah. We wanted to make sure that we got all the information worry. about this pork fish, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we GTS'd it, mm-hmm. and here's what we've come up with at uh, Wikipedia. Okay, the uh, pork fish, also known as the Atlantic pork, the pork fish sweet lips. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Let me repeat myself. Uh, because I didn't read that very well. The porkfish, also known as the Atlantic porkfish sweet lips. Sweet lips. Dogfish, or peregrate grunt, is a species of marine ray-finned fish, a grunt belonging to the family Humulada. Yeah, sheep's head. Kind of oh, what, what was that again? Humulada. Yeah, that's good. That's I have no good. idea if I said that correctly <laughs> or not, but it, <laughs> totally it good. sounds good. Humulada. 
<laughs> like you're speaking in tongues. Uh, it has a deep, compressed body. With <laughs> it. By the way, you can go to our Facebook page, Instagram page, and check out the picture of Captain Steve holding this fish. That's a beautiful fish. It is a beautiful. It literally, yeah, it literally looks really like cool. a uh, something like like an aquarium fish yep. that you would see, right? Well, that's what he was thinking. He kept it in his live well and was going to give it to the boys over there, and they said they couldn't take it. Uh, but notice that it's got the same kind of uh, dorsal fins that a sheephead has. Yeah, the head is very similar. And I don't know if it's got teeth. And then it's got, you can tell right there by his right hand, you can see the anal spine coming out. So it's very similar to a sheep's head. Hmm. You know? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it says, uh, goes on here, it says, uh, the inhabit reefs on areas of rock, substrate, and shallow inshore waters. Uh, depths from six and a half to 65 feet. Yeah, I've never seen one inshore. I've never seen one. Ever. I've and never seen one, period. And I used to scuba dive. I'd see them offshore on the wrecks and stuff like that. says but, it's a nocturnal mm. species which frequently moves around in large schools, occasionally swimming with white grunts. Mm. The species can produce a grunting sound, as can all grunts, by grinding their teeth together. It feeds mainly on benthic invertebrates such as mollusks, crustaceans, Echinoderms and polychaetes, which I guess is just like a sheep's head. Yeah. Okay. So, and says uh, the the juveniles act like a cleaner fish, like they clean the water. I guess. So anyway, that's cool, man. That's a that's a unique catch by Captain Steve. Good for him. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do a weather forecast and a tides report, and we'll do a weather forecast brought to you by the Beard of Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville. It's not even close. Yeah. And it's windy. <laughs> yeah, it's windy. Yeah, yeah thank. Synopsis good, good forecast. is this. Uh, advisory conditions will continue across the local waters through tonight. Winds will relax to exercise caution level this afternoon, but elevated seas, six to eight feet, will linger through tonight before falling Sunday morning. Onshore winds will ease further through Sunday before a strong cold front arrives Monday afternoon, bringing another round of small craft advisory conditions through Tuesday. Improving conditions are expected Wednesday with cold high pressure settling over area waters by Thursday. Another front may cross into the waters next weekend. Hmm. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? For today, northeast 15 to 25 knots, sea 6 to 8 feet. Tomorrow, northeast winds, 10 to 15 knots, 5 to 7 feet. Chance of showers on both days, today and tomorrow. Monday, northwest winds, 10 to 15 knots. Slight chance of showers in the morning on Monday. And then Tuesday, north winds, 20 to 25 knots, diminishing to 15 to 20 in the afternoon. Wednesday, northeast winds, 10 to 15. So it's going to be windy. So what, what it's going to be what cold. Is it, what is it for the game tomorrow? Um, For... Temperature-wise? Yeah, well, I, how, how windy is it going to be? Okay, the inshore weather for tomorrow is partly cloudy, highs in the lower 70s, northeast winds 5 to 10. Oh, perfect. That's fantastic. It's perfect for game well, time. Yeah, yeah high of 73. Huh? I hope it helps them. <laughs> high of 73 is like no problem. Yeah. So that's your weather fort brought to you, you each and every that. week. By the bearded pig. Yeah, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Angie Subs Tides Report going there today. Can't wait. Yeah, there you go. Gonna get me a Dr. Bang script you're approving. I haven't figured it out yet. I might toss a coin in the air. Maybe maybe try something different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. right. You know what my buddy Joe. Live, live dangerously. Have you today. ever tried a 
turkey sub? Dude, I'm, that's like Thanksgiving. Boring. Uh, live dangerously. <laughs> Live dangerously. Yeah. Try something Boring. off the wall. Now, My buddy wait Joe Fortunato now, uh, says that the Philly cheese steak at yeah. Angie's Pretty good. is money. And he says it's money because they put sausage in there with the steak. Oh. See? Now, See? now well, don't, don't, try that? Don't, go, do that today. Yeah. don't go and just say that a turkey will be boring. Because Ed is not boring. No, I know he is not boring. I, that's trust me. I can, he might just whip a tater tot right in the middle of that, and you don't even know. Let's just right. look up there and go. Give me a number five, and don't even know what it is. Yeah, there you go. Live dangerously. What the that's what? perfect. I don't know a number five. Yeah, they're yeah. all listed. Turn, yeah. turn around. Turn yeah, around to the know, person behind you. I'm not. Well, I've had. I think. I think I've had every kind of sub for your sub for turkey. You ever had? The, you, you ever had the <laughs> going there to get a wow, turkey? Wow, listen to him crap on turkey. Hey, turkey. Yeah. Can I have? Let me see. Can I have a? Can I have a turkey sub? <laughs> What's out, wrong dude? with turkey? Can you say, yeah. dude? You know they say probably don't tell you. You, don't, you, don't, you, up you, you go said, to Publix and buy sliced turkey. Uh, yeah, but that's like he for that, home. Hey. But when you know when I'm what? going out, I'm Are not going to give me? me a turkey sub, man. Wow, turkey's go, not special. Go grocery shopping. Uh, no, I can tell you this. Pushing a cart around in a grocery store. First of all, let me do the ties, and I'll tell you how I like my turkey sub. Then we got to talk Cecil. Then we'll talk Cecil. Okay. Okay, uh, Tide of Port for today, and this is Mayport at the uh, Bar Pilot Dock at 9 a.m. is going to be a high tide at, uh, at today. And then at 3.04 p.m. is going to be your low tide. So high tide, 9 o'clock, that's a 5.3, which is a little higher than normal. And then with the northeast, it's going to be even higher than that. Oh, it'll it'll push till 10.30. Ooh, yeah, it'll push, yeah, it'll push for a while. Low tides at 3.04 p.m., which will be pushed that farther back. And it's not going to be a .72. It's going to be like a 2. Yeah. Yep. You know, so oh, you're right. Uh, just deal with that. So uh, honking. Deal so, with it. Anyway, yep. my point is, is that if I'm going to have a turkey sub, okay, I'm not going to Angie's. I'm going to eat something cool, man, at Angie's, okay? But if I'm going to get a turkey sub, I do like Publix in there. I'll go in there and just give me a turkey sub. And it's mm-hmm. uh, like a dude, it's a barbecue turkey sub. Yeah, and they, give me some bacon on it. And give me horse head barbecue banana, sliced turkey. Exactly, yeah. banana peppers, green oh, yeah. peppers, oh, all see. that stuff. Yeah. Like, man, when I'm going okay. to Andy's, I'm yeah, I'm going there to style. I'm going there to eat the good stuff. See, right, I fries on the side and sweet you, tea. Have you ever you, had you had need a, to trust Ed, man. I'm I'm disappointed. And I can you. tell you this: if he's got a special, I'm getting that because I know that's money. Have you ever had a Del Rio? I've had a Del Rio. It's, it's good. good. That's a good one. It is good. It is a good one. All right, let's go. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Cecil because. We're getting hungry here talking about all this food, and here he does. He wants to talk about greens and bowl peanuts. <laughs> morning, Cecil. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Guys, I love listening to y'all. Y'all are just a thing personable. It makes my Saturday morning every morning. Thanks, buddy. But that guy, that guy that don't like peanuts and greens, y'all just don't need that kind of negativity on the show, man. <laughs> hey. Hey, you know, you know, that to him, Cecil, that guy, that guy also controls whether you're actually on this call or not. (laughs) Well, when I told him, he started laughing like crazy and said, hold on, man. (laughs) I I knew I'll take the hit. I'll take the hit. You bunch of yokels. That's fine. Hey, I'll tell you, mustard greens with some ham hock in them with a little pepper sauce. Guys that don't get no better. It's, it's, it's coming Thursday. All right, so I, I got a question, yes, and this is a very important question because I definitely love pepper sauce. Uh-huh. Okay, yes, and Scott sir. Parker and his wife gave me a bottle of pepper sauce, Cecil, and probably, I don't know, 15 years ago. Okay? Mm. Yeah. Whatever. It's still amazing. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. I don't know what they did and what's in that bottle, but Fif- I'm just 15 years ago. They don't either. <laughs> Scientists don't even know at this point, but there's probably really, a few bull weevils there, there, in there, you know, all crushed up. There is an art to making really good pepper sauce. Oh, yes, sir, it is. My okay. grandmother used to make it when I was a kid. She'd take just regular green chilies and mix them with banana peppers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, man, I'm telling you, oh, my God, field peas and rice, you got to have it. Oh, I mean, but, you know, is she still making that? No, sir, she passed. But but my mom and my dad, I believe, have the recipe. Well, oh, because Next the reason I'm asking Cecil is I would love to have a bottle of that pepper sauce. Yeah, Listen yeah. to him work okay, that so around, Cecil. Good gosh. I'm serious. I, I love good pepper sauce. Yep. I tell you what, though. There is an art to cooking good greens. So, so Cecil, can you, can you think maybe there might be a chance? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, You're sir. asking him for how a date? I, how can I get a hold of you so I can get it to you? Chris will, Chris will give you our contact info. Okay. Yeah, the radio station stays in the same Back to Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. sorry, I let, lost that. Let, let me talk to the guy who insulted me. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then hook you all, up for food. All in good fun. All, all in right, good so fun. I'll pay you back with the pepper sauce. All right, thanks. Ethan. So wait a minute, wait a minute. I got okay, one more question okay, yeah. because my wife turned me on. Tara turned me on to something to put on greens that I didn't think I would because I'm a big believer in pepper sauce. Okay, and I got to get all y'all's thoughts on this. Pear relish. Have you ever had really good pear relish on greens? It's really good. I haven't had pear relish, but I've never done it on greens. uh, Chow chow in North Carolina. Uh huh. The the spicy chow chow. Yeah. It's good on greens. Yes, sir. I'm going to make you a deal, Cecil. Okay. Okay. Okay, just for you. Okay. Uh, my, My wife's. Uh, and friends of ours, okay, we, Miss Jewel, our, our neighbor next door up in Georgia, they've got a big old giant pear tree, and we, I mean, I literally, I was picking pears mm-hmm. and hauling them back to Jacksonville because friends of ours make amazing pear relish. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to trade you some pear relish for some of your family's longtime pepper sauce uh, recipe. We'll like make an it. even trade. Sounds good. You got it. Thanks, Cecil. Hold on, okay? Yes, sir. Well, we'll get you, guys. I appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, buddy. Cecil. I love good pepper sauce. And it's it's like you can't go to the store and do buy you, good pepper sauce. I know when you take well, a break, do you use it at any other time besides Thanksgiving? Oh, I eat greens year-round. Okay. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm not an expert, but I can make some very, very good greens. Oh I need God. to bring I, some I, in I, here I, and I, let I, him you, try them. I, I'll, I'll never forget the first time we went to Thanksgiving. I did mm-hmm. with Carrie. We used to, Thanksgiving used to be the giant get together with all, mm-hmm. and and my family made greens forever. And, and Carrie's like, these, I are, knows. these are terrible. They have no flavor to them. She said, "Y'all let me start making the greens." Mm-hmm. Oh my! It just Tara, like, Tara yeah, makes absolutely amazing yeah. greens. Yeah, I'm gonna I make love, some. I'm gonna bring them in here one Saturday. All you gotta do is ask Gordon. <laughs> Gordon's like best greens I've ever had. Uh, and that's saying something now. Yeah, it is. All right, we got to take a yeah, break. We We're way past Chris's uh, totally screwed yeah. the pooch. Hello. On this I, one. I, what? I, w- me? Yeah. How did I screw the pooch? You guys are the ones who bleh, bleh, greens, bleh, 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 boy, peanuts, greens, bleh, bleh. to me in my ear, hey, oh my look, we got to take a break. I've been saying it for like the past two minutes. I mean, you're. I'm crying out loud. You're supposed to like get all up. Watch this. Hey, we'll be back on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Good job.
just got uh, we're a little group text, you know. I got Parker involved in it, and uh, we got a couple different group texts going on. So anyway, I got Parker sends a text out to Ed Mail and says, "Well, Ed, I mean, let me let me read it verbatim, okay? Because otherwise, uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah, you get accused." Parker said, "Hey, Ed, you can take the tur- turkey sub off the menu thanks to that endorsement." <laughs> Ed is the proprietor of Angie's Subs, and I wasn't oh, trying to say the turkey Scott. subs are bad at Angie's. Yeah, I was yeah. just trying to say, look, I'm not going to Angie's for a turkey sub. Uh, I mean, no, yeah, I, never, I, nobody else is either I, now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, going there to get a, a Del Rio yeah. or a Dr. Bangs or a Peruvian or a cheesesteak. Yeah. All right, so get, getting, getting off the food, Kirk, I, I have a question for you. Okay. We here... On the Nimnik Outdoor Show, do a gear tip of the week. And we have had, I have a lot of stuff that you guys have recommended. Yeah. Dude, I mean, seriously, throughout the years. I mean, so do I. From, from the, the, I bought the, a knife the, sharpener because of you. And the battery charger. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, okay, me too. So, so, I don't know, a few months ago, we had a gear tip of the week by Captain Kirk Waltz. And it was a lid that goes over the top of your bucket. And it has a little ladder on it. To catch mice. Yeah, to catch mice. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm thinking, you man, that's- You bought one? A, two. You bought two. Yeah, awesome. I bought two. They're awesome. I ain't caught them down, no. mouse shit. That's not- I mean- Gotta keep doing it. How, oh. how many have you caught? We've caught- We've had four. We've caught four. They got dumb mice up in Fargo. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm talking the little <laughs> mouse turds around the ladder. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 honest to goodness, it, Carrie, it's so funny because she actually bought them because she- she went on our Facebook. She goes, because she saw we, every now and then, you know, we in, in the double wide, you have a mouse, uh-huh. okay? And and um, I've got little mouse so traps. It, it, here's so, how they, let me real quick, because, yeah. okay, that, that lid, it was a five-gallon bucket lid. Uh-huh. Okay, so what they did is they had about 150, okay, <laughs> domestic mice. Starving. That, that were starving. <laughs> and then they fed them every day this one particular food. Well, they put that particular food, they starved them for about a week. Right. And then they put that food in the bottom of the bucket. And they said, all right, son, turn the video on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's just like when they do dog food commercials and you see the dog just like going at it. That dog ain't eating in a week, all right? But it's so funny. <laughs> we, we, uh, it's, it's, don't feed that dog. Yeah, no, don't feed that dog. But we, we, ain't had a, we ain't had a mouse yet. So um, She put it, the it, peanut butter underneath the little, dude, we, the little we, thing? We've, we've done everything. We've caught, everything. We've, I, I think we've caught four. Have you? Yeah. Well, that's, that's huh. good. Yep. That's good. No, I mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't had any I success. Mean, we actually got two at one time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you put water in the bucket? Uh, yep. To drown them? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Same thing. Is there anything Ye- you can put in the water so that when they die and bleach, like, you don't tend to them for a while? Chlorine, chlorine tab. Drop does, a chlorine tab the, in there. The, the best thing is, is it, it, it is a lid, you know, so it's not like. Yeah, you don't, you can't hardly smell it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I walked in the cabin, yeah. I, I couldn't smell well, most it. Most mice don't stink like when they no, die. No. The rats. Or a different story. Rats are totally different. Well, stories. anything that's going to decompose is going to stink. Right. I, I, I get it. You know? I was just, I was yeah, just but, curious. But, but like, if you you give me ten I just, dead I, mice, I just felt, man, I keep looking at the side of that bucket. I'm like, I'm totally suckered. Totally suckered. <laughs> you, you, 
You're a charlatan. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk, he's a traveling. <laughs> I don't know. I had a mouth he's problem. Salesman. He's snake we oil. don't have a mouth snake problem. Oil snake oil salesman. Yeah. The, the mice are gone. Yeah. We have eliminated our mouth problem. Oh. All right. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Tommy's got a shotgun shell question this morning here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Good morning, Tommy. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, buddy. Um, hey, bud. Um, okay. I have a, I got a dilemma here. I got a duck hunt. I'm taking the boys on down towards Gainesville. They're coming up in middle December, early, early mid-December. Oh, nice. And, uh, like, yeah, well, middle son Kaysen really wants to shoot his 20-gauge. Well, 20-gauge duck shot is, like, hard to come by. First question was, do any anybody out there in the, you know, in the Guggen world know where they can get a hold of some? You or got, You got enough time. You can order it online. I've looked. And you went to I Cabela's? Mean, like, it, oh, whoa, 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 Tommy! You didn't you didn't listen to our our gear tip or uh, bring yeah, tire tip a couple weeks ago about AmmoShoot.com? Yeah, well, I kind of, I mean, I, I, I the last couple of days I've scrolled through like countless, and it's all out. But the one thing that you can find is Kevin. This is where you come in. I don't know if it's legal or not, and no, I just don't want to get in trouble with the kids there. But I bet we could use twenty gauge turkey shot, the tungsten steel. I don't think you can do that. Why? It's tungsten steel. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, <clears throat> I'm it's sure. Kind of like a, I, I, first off, I, I, I would I would agree with you, but I would make sure first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we need be, one of those Johnny Law dogs who always listen. Holy crap, though. I mean, you shoot turkey shot, shooting, shooting uh, ducks? That's going to hurt. You just, you just hope there's not a lot of birds that day. <laughs> well, you look, you shoot number sixes for turkeys. I mean... So what's the difference? I mean, ducks you shoot number number sixes. Okay. Yeah, yeah but but a a box of five turkey is twenty bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, I you're looking you. at twenty yeah, twenty five dollars. Big, big money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you well, buy, you know, so so then you could buy a box of twenty five. <clears throat> I don't know what is it thirty dollars now. I have I have no right. idea. The cheapest one I found online was out of stock, and it was uh, sixty five bucks. For a box for twenty five, that's right. <laughs> well, and it's no. all out of stock. I mean, everything's yep. out of stock. Yep. I just, you know, I'm gonna. Uh, what's it? Uh, the daggum place over there where y'all used to host a show off of uh, tr- over by Trinity Football uh, Trinity School? Um, not thrifty. Um, daggum it! Um, the place that has all that the gun and knife's place. Um, yeah, it was thrifty. I can't, yeah, that was thrifty. No, it's but it's not thrifty. It's the uh, Green Acres. No, no, we never did anything over yeah, there. We no. Oh well, there. anyway, that's the place I was thinking did of. You, Green uh, Acres, obviously, probably. did you talk to uh, Rick Stinson at Strike Zone? No, I mean I haven't really called anybody. Just yeah, it's amazing him. how often he has stuff, man. Call him. I would, I would I call, I would call Rick at Strike Zone, and uh, yeah. and, and see what he has. Seriously, he's he's really good at that stuff. By by the way, yeah. I, I uh, <clears throat> here I am and. We are in 1010XL Studios, and that's what I'm using on their computer. Uh-huh. So I type in www.amoseek.com. Uh-huh. You're blocked. The site has been blocked by your network administrator. Uh, if you believe the above website is rated incorrectly, please click here. The block reason? Weapons. Oh. I mean, are we not in a, in a Second Amendment country here? We are. I mean, come on, 1010XL. What the hell are we Blame doing? Blame on Prosser. Prosser <laughs> and all his raccoon stories. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, let us know. 
Uh, yeah. See. You. Thank you. Need to send an email, Mr. Steve Griffin, on that. I mean, come I can, on, I can man. do that. Come on. I can do that. Yeah, send him an email. Say, look. 10-4. What's wrong with ammo? It's a Second Amendment country. Anyway, just my opinion. All right, let's take a break. I'd like to chime in this morning, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, uh, Hagen Ace Hardware in Yulee today is celebrating their one-year opening day we anniversary. Yeah, wow. Remember we were there? Yeah. It's been a yep. year already? Yep, it's been a year. Yeah, that does. So, that's yeah. impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, for today, and here's the deal, at Hagen Ace Hardware in Yulee, okay? Let me clarify that. In Yulee, caps, okay? The first 100 customers to make a purchase today will receive a garden center voucher for a free one-gallon gorgeous mom. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, M-U-M, okay? Yeah. Limit one per customer per purchase. Uh, they're very grateful for their b- business over the past year. And uh, so if you want to come see the new store, and also they have the Hagen Coast Outfitter section inside the Yulee location. It's on Minor Road. If you want to learn more details, go to HagenAce.com. By the way, we're going to be at uh, Hagen Ace, Hagen Coastal Outfitters on December 18th. Mm-hmm. They're putting on a little Christmas uh, party. And we're going to be there. I'm yeah. kind of excited about that because, I'm, and, and, and I've had some questions about this. Mm-hmm. This is not the Christmas show. No, this is this not is our not Christmas. This is their Christmas and, show. Uh, yeah, this is their. This is we're just doing a live remote and can't wait to be there. But, um, yeah, yeah. So, just reiterate that. And uh, and that they are going to have giveaways mm-hmm. that day because yeah. they're celebrating. I think they're called. It's called, um, Hagen. Christmas Outfitters for a day. Okay, Perfect. that's what they're calling it. Very good. And they're going to have giveaways. I'm hearing biscuits and gravy. I, that'd be very nice. Okay, and then... <laughs> that would be very nice. And then, prime uh, rib would be nice, too. They've got free... <laughs> what? <laughs> they might. Wow. Uh, I'm just, you know, uh, throwing it out little, there. A little, little mimosa, maybe? Where, where's yeah. Dan- Danny Smith? Bring his mom's truck over there. I'll be uh, all over that. They're talking about having, like, multiple... People cooking, all kinds ooh, of things ooh. and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be happening. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, um, I know it's not our Christmas show special, no. special but it's their Christmas show yep. or their Christmas uh, day. So, I'm totally they're going to have all it. kinds of giveaways and all that stuff. So, I'm looking forward to being yeah. there. I'm because totally Because here's crashing. the thing. It ain't our Christmas show. So, guess who gets to possibly Oh, we can win. Oh, yeah, we can win. 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 I'm totally there now. Yes, I'll I'll put your name in the hat. We no, I'm coming. Forget that. Okay, I'll get Michael to do the show. We're eligible, and we have a uh, we have a ring power tip coming up. uh, If you would like to win a free inflatable paddleboard from Hagen Coastal Outfitters and Boat, we're going to tell you how you can do that coming up on the ring power cap tip of the week. Hey, I've been uh, texting back and forth with Brian Allen on our Facebook page. And he is up in, I guess, over on St. Vincent Island Mm -hmm. on his final morning of a sandbar hunt. Pretty cool. And I didn't know. Let let people know what a sandbar hunt is. It's a a sandbar deer. I think they come from, I think (laughs) they're from India, right? Standing on a sandbar. Uh, From India, right? They've got the kind of, they Mm -hmm. uh, got the the brown and white stripes on them, kind of. Yeah. And the funny looking rack, like a, what is it? Uh. Uh, caribou, kind of like okay. that. Yeah. But he said they've been hunting, I guess, this last couple of days. They've harvested four so far in his camp. 
He said there are 120 people on the island hunting. Now, that's a quota hunt. I guess you have to apply for it. Yeah. I think Larry Minyard did it draw once. Yep. Yeah, draw hunt. Yep. Yep. He said it's a huge island. It's 12,000 acres, and it's 10 miles long. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, what, what island is this? St. Vincent's. St. Vincent's Island. And it's where? Exactly. It's on the west coast, west coast isn't it, Kevin? of Florida. Yeah. I've never even heard of it. Really? No. You've never heard of the sandbar hunts? I've heard of what? Sandbar hunts. The sandbar deer hunts. Sandbar. No. Yeah, sandbar. S A M B A R. Sandbar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandbar. I've heard of them. Yeah. 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 But I've never heard of that island. Oh. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it, it a lot of bow hunters know about it. A lot of bow hunters know about it. And how big it. are these things? They're big. They're big, big. Yeah, I mean, I, I think 200 pounds or so. Kurt? I think you're right, Kevin. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. gonna look them up. That's yeah. pretty big, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're they're um, I I've I, you know I know you had Larry Minyard on there you last go. week, um, kind of like an elk. Yeah, yeah, that's light the, colored elk. Uh, yeah, looks like an elk. Yeah, that's a neat looking thing. It is. It's Do cool. they eat good? Uh, From what I understand, they eat pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I've 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 actually um, had people you know hey let's let's put in for this and go one time but you know because I did years ago. I did the Cumberland Island hunt. Okay, um, and that was for pigs, that, mm-hmm. and that was that was a ball. Yeah. That, oh, it was a great yeah. time. You know, according to Google, it's a large deer native to the Indian subcontinent, South China, and the Southeast Asia that is listed as a vulnerable species. Uh, and they, I guess they transported them over here a long time ago. So, how so many how many people get permits over there? They they allow 120 people. To hunt the 10 miles. Okay, so they probably have, I mean, they're all hunting at the same time, or they have, like, staggered. No, they're, I, I don't know. They're staggered. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a lot of people. He said there are there are 120 people here this year. Yeah, There's I, a, I, 120 okay. people on the island. It's 12,000 acres. Yeah, and and I mean, I've known a lot of people that have drawn, and they always get drawn. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't think it's that hard to get drawn. Interesting. Yeah. I, all right, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Rick's got a trolling motor battery question this morning. Morning, Rick. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, just got my Rodan 12-volt uh, motor yep. from UPS yesterday and uh, going to be fitting it up on the Willie Roberts. And I'm I'm really on the fence about lithium-ion or lead-acid. You look, do the research. I don't know what y'all probably use lithium-ion, don't you? If you're no, no, no. no, we all use lead-acid. No, yeah. no, we're all too cheap. Yeah. <laughs> you do it. Well, that's it. I mean, you look at the... But it seems, you know, replacing trolling motor batteries every couple of years, and when you look at it, uh, a 70-amp-hour battery, which would give me, a, uh, I think it said, um, like six or seven hours of runtime at full speed. Yeah, it's like 599 vice a lead acid, which is, you know, 70. But there's a huge weight difference, and in a flats boat, kind of matters well uh, let me let me tell you this uh lead acids are not 70 anymore now i no. mean if you're if you're talking about because here's what you're looking at is you're looking at amp hours okay and so when you're looking at getting like a really good quality battery you ain't getting a good battery for 70 bucks i'm just telling you that right no. now no mm-hmm. okay uh your battery is going to be in the range of 150 to that's, that's 200, 200 bucks. Yep. if you're going to get a good battery that they recommend for that type of trolling motor. So, uh, and on a lithium for the same type of amp hours that you're going to be looking for, you're looking at 900 bucks minimum. That's the reality. Well, how many, it's not how 570 bucks. I can just tell you that right say, now. Say again, Rick. Well, 
Well, so I was looking. They have a 33-amp-hour, they have a 70, and then they've got the Yeah, I'm just telling you right now, that's my point, is that most of those trolling motors are recommending that you run about 100 amp-hours. Okay. Okay, Okay, so so, because I went through this, Rick, because my son, which he has the Hagen Coastal Outfitters um, uh, kayak that has Mm -hmm. the GPS Minkota trolling motor in it, which is 12-volt, they recommend a 100-amp-hour battery. And I looked at pricing out a lithium one versus a regular battery. And so once I saw the prices, I was like, son, you need to lift some weights anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm serious. I mean, it was, that's the prices. I mean, you're looking at about 150 to 200 bucks for a a good quality battery. And then if you're looking at lithium, you're looking at 900 to a thousand bucks minimum. I mean, Rick, how many, how many hours a year do you think you put on that trolling motor and that battery? Uh, gee, you know, that, that's a great question, Kevin. And I wish it was more than I probably do will, but, um, you know, I, I, when I look at my logbook, I probably uh, in the water 30 to 35 times a year. And am I, you know, my, in my other flats boat and my bay boat, when I'm fishing the creeks, you know, I, yeah. the the runtime on the motor to the trolling motor is about one to ten. Yeah, so, yeah. I, and and you you said with, with batteries now, hell, Kirk and I get two years easy out of and you're out, talking, out of batteries, and I don't. I mean, you're talking hundreds and hundreds of hours. Yeah, that, that were yeah. so so. Don't I, I don't think you're going to have to switch a battery out every two years. Especially if you take those, care of them. Now, you can get three or four yeah. years out of, yeah, out yeah, of battery. Yeah, and, and I'll yeah. tell you, and I'll tell you this. Now, if, if you were looking at, because I was, I was look, looking at this too, is that with like a kayak, let's say you're going out there and you've got a trolling motor on, and let's say you're going out in the intercoastal and you're dealing with current and you might be out there a really long time and you might burn one battery up. You can. If I was looking at carrying two batteries and having a spare, then I'd say, okay, well, you know, now you're going to have to look at a couple grand in battery cost. Right. Which mm-hmm. is uh, crazy, but if you were looking at it from a weight standpoint and carrying it standpoint, because you basically can have two lithium batteries for the size of one, mm-hmm. okay, right. then I would consider something like if like if that was like if I was my job was part of you know and I was putting the hours on it, I needed the extra battery, okay, then it would make sense for maybe having two lithiums. But man, ain't no yeah. way. Yeah, I yeah. mean, for what you're well, going to do, no way. I agree and, with these guys. Boat, it was built with, it's got two starting batteries on it for some reason. It's also got shore power where when it was hanging on the davit of the big yacht, it, it could take power off the ship's generator to charge the batteries. So I may even take one of the starting batteries. I would absolutely a remove motor. a starting battery because yeah. you're adding a trolling motor battery and you can always use that in a pinch to start the motor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Done I mean, you're talking before. about 18 foot, 20 foot boat. No, it's a 15 foot. Yeah. I put so I put small. two crank batteries on my Pathfinder when yep. when I went down to Jensen Beach and we were wearing out the live well because we weren't really moving any so we, mm-hmm. and, and yep. we killed the batteries mm-hmm. and yep. so the next year I went down and I was like we're going two we got to have two yeah. uh, just from that standpoint yep. but if you're not running a live well or anything of that nature you do not need two crank batteries on that boat especially when you got a troll motor as a spare. Well, it's got a small live well that's about a about the, a gallon. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a it's really funny. It's it's yeah. It's, I don't know why they call it a live well, but I think it's keep beer cold. Um, so okay, hey, right, and buddy. when I called in, I I, I um I asked uh, your guy there a question about the um uh, the shotgun shells for that guy who was looking for some for his kid. Yeah, 
I've got some I'll give him if you guys can somehow connect me. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't I've got some number four steel shot yep. that I just don't have with this one. I right, we'll get your number from uh Chris will get your number, Rick. Yep. Cool. Okay. Thanks, Rick. Sounds good. Thank you, Rick. Right, buddy. Thanks, guys. Yep. All Bye. right, let's take a break. Yeah, let's do. We got a gear uh, tip coming up. Want to let everybody know that, hey, look, if you need a piece of equipment, coastal equipment, two locations, New Kings Road in Jacksonville and in McClenny, just off the interstate, the home of Kubota, Gravely Zero Turn Mowers, Hot Seat Pressure Washers, all the steel power equipment, and uh, outstanding parts department and service department at Coastal Equipment. And if you'd like to join us here this morning, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the Southeast. So whether you have a job site or a business, they can take care of your needs. Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's tip. Kirk, is this your tip? No, Steve's. I had breakfast with him one day this week, and he goes, hey, check this out. And he showed it to me, and I said, I've never seen him with the fork on the end. Wait, okay. The, the problem with D-hookers is you almost have to have two. Seriously. Yeah. Because you got to have one, like because the, the little stainless steel one that you clamp, yeah. you know, if it's in the wrong way, you can't it, it, you can't use it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And when Kirk sent this picture out yesterday, I was like, that's genius. It is. It, it would, no matter if you think about it, Jeff, now you can push the hook or you can, you yeah, can use a little hook to, to pull it out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so really, it's, it's. Now I don't have to have two different D hookers. Right. This is a it's a D hooker, and and a, and a lot of D hookers just have the little, the kind of the fish hook on the end, mm-hmm. and that slides down. You hook the end of the bend of the hook, that's right, and turn it and pull the hook out and lets the fish go. This one has the hook, and then it has this little kind of what I would say is like a, a hawk's tail off the hook. Mm-hmm. So what Kevin is talking about about just sliding it down the line and then pushing the hook out, mm-hmm. you can do it either way. Well, and the other thing that's great about this, there's nothing mechanical. No. Right. You know, because the, all those bakers that we use and all those... Those things keep breaking. Dude, they're terrible. Wow. I mean, I don't know what happened to their quality control. It went down the toilet. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it, it did, Jeff. It did. I, 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 tell I, us how you really feel. To, no. I, Chris, <laughs> Years ago. I, I, I swore by those things for years yeah and 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 the last four that i've bought i've gotten two months out of it really yeah and they're not cheap right they're not cheap they're stainless steel i mean but with this there's there's nothing mechanical i I love that yeah Yeah, this is a fork on the end of the hook how much really makes it nice 20 bucks 20 bucks that's very fair stainless steel hardware you know i think i think that's better than the mousetrap Made by the same company that makes the uh, wire that we fish, the Kingfish wire. I've been suckered again. AFW. AFW, American Fishing Wire. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's a great tool. Uh, yeah. This is uh, like the this is a must-have for all fishermen. They're still sending me uh, royalties for that. You know, y'all keep buying them out there. I'm getting all these mouse royalties. Hey, uh, Kurt, mouse if we, if royalties. If we send you, you one a dozen time, of these things, have even favor, talk work. about it one more yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of oil do you put in the bottom of that? Send us, send us to Kirk. He'll sell them on that That's day right. on Fishtail at the yeah. end. He does send us a lot of gear tips. You ever notice that? Ooh, son. Kirk is totally 
taking money on the side. Absolutely. Under the table. Yeah. That's yeah, his fine. side hustle, getting man. Rich, man. Getting rich. Yeah, he is totally. Working with the Chinese. Under under the table. <laughs> they got big rats over there. It is. Working with the Chinese you now, You are boys. working for the Chinese yeah. government, aren't you? getting paid in yen, not yeah. dollars. Oh, God. <laughs> I wonder if these fast food places will take some yen. <laughs> You think a Chinese oh, restaurant don't take in? Nope. I don't think so. No, we don't take that. Oh, thank you. They don't want your money. Oh, boy. Oh. Okay. They don't want your Enough money. All right, let's, uh, let's change the narrative on this show. Yeah, shift gears. Talk to Top Gun. Golly. What in the wide world of sports is going on there? Well, I think Kirk, Kirk just got out of this being a... Yeah. Uh, pawn of the Chinese government. Yep. Mousetrap. Wow. Hey, Isn't that ooh. terrible? Hey, Top Gun, I, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. All right, and I, this is a question for all you guys. All right? So, when you're in Indiana and this really bad cold front comes through and it's blowing and it's 20 degrees and it's snowing and, and there's really nothing to do, what do you do that afternoon? And what's the temperature? It's it's cold, dude. You gotta you gotta stay inside. I'm next to the heater in the cabin. No, no, come on. What do what are you? Where are you going? That's where I'm going. Next to the heater in the cabin. I don't like cold weather. (laughs) When's the last time? About three thirty. You bellied up to the bar. (laughs) Oh yeah, all the time. Uh, Yeah, that's good too. You know, I'm talking small town. Just basically. Beer and really cheap liquor. What is this like the Blue Goose Tavern? Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember the name of it. You know, and and here's they, here's the thing because there's, have, there's no sports on, right? So what are they? What do they got on the big screen? Pool. M- MTV 80s music. Oh, oh no, no. no way! Yes, yeah. So it was, they, uh, man. It was, it was, uh, it was fun. You can see S- Kevin. Did they have Coca Colas there? Absolutely, they did. Okay, good, because I don't drink. Yeah. I had to give that up. I wasn't very uh, no, good that's, at it. That's, that's fine, you know. But I mean, that's it, it, it's it was it was interesting going in there at three thirty on a Thursday afternoon. Act. That end. I mean, I, I can told see you guys it. it was awesome. I could see Kevin throwing back some Jim Beam singing "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." That's <laughs> yeah, fantastic. the Jeff Leopards and stuff. You know, oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no. It Welcome was, it back. Was, it was it was draft beers. That's all, seriously because you know, you know there's only two draft beers, right? Bud Bud Light. That's right. <laughs> it, you want regular <laughs> light? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and 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 by the way, Top Gun. If you would have went in there and said, "Hey, give me a diet coat," the girl just would have looked at you. And said, <laughs> we, 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 ain't <laughs> we ain't got that. Oh well. You, you, you get, you oh know, well. The good thing about she those bars, at me. they do have a lunch. She Oh, they had the lunch. She'd have menu. looked oh, yeah. at me worse than that if I'd have had a couple of wild turkeys. That mm. <laughs> was fun. It was. It was. It well, was welcome awesome. back. Thank you. We brother. missed you. Yes, I miss hey, uh, being here. Usually, when I wake up in the morning and I'm drinking my coffee, I'm just not thinking about food. I'm just not hungry when I first wake up. But you boys got me hungry. Talking about fried chicken. Mm -hmm. Let let me tell you something. If you go to somebody's house for dinner and the lady of the house cooks a couple of platters of fried chicken and knows how to cook it, there ain't nothing better. Agreed. Man, I love that. My dad dad makes the best fried chicken. Um, I I, I literally am going to have to 
have him do something and bring it to the studio. He does good fried chicken. His fried chicken is unbelievable. Come on, let's go. Uh, I I promise you that that I will have that. Get whirly going, man. I'll tell you what, my mom made the best fried chicken. And you know what she fried it in? Peanut oil? Bacon grease. Bacon grease. Bacon grease. Holy crap. Oh, it was so good. Oh, my God. But I do have to side with uh, Billy the Kid. Come because on. Uh, Come on. I'm not eat. I'm not eating any greens. Don't, don't I'm, just, I'm just telling you guys don't right now. Top Gun, you you're my favorite. Never had good greens. I, yeah, I, no, I, I agree. Haven't. I, 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 You've had I, the bad I gotta greens. agree with you because you know, I'm telling you the way that that my family used to make them, just kind of mm-hmm. bland, just kind of mm-hmm. you know, a little salt and pepper. It's like oh yeah, I've had yeah. some greens. And I don't want to eat them either. Right, but right. my I, greens take about five hours yeah. to cook. That's about oh, how long. Probably oh, take for, me that for, long to eat it. And, and, and it's not the it, Top Gun. It's not the cooking part that I watch. It's the prepping part. That's right. Yeah. It, it's exactly. It's it's, just, uh, it's so crazy how long it, it. Just simmering the greens down is nothing. Right. It's the stuff that goes in the greens and going up to putting the greens in the in the fluid. That's yeah. what makes a difference. It really does. I just never liked them, but but. I have been known to eat about a wash tub full of bull peanuts. <laughs> That's right. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm thinking, like Kevin? Them. I'm thinking that Whirly comes in and cooks some fried chicken. Okay. And then Cast Carrie iron. comes in and cu- cooks some greens. Right. Oh. That's and then, then we got we got both areas covered. Okay. Might be, might be pushing your luck. Get it get it both done in one day. And I I'd be more than happy to volunteer Kirk to make a cornbread. <laughs> oh, that's so nice of you. He can do that. Hell, yeah. anybody can make Jiffy cornbread. That's can, the best cornbread on the planet. I can get Kate to make those. She makes good corn, cornbread. Mm-hmm. My wife. Now, really now, Captain, cornbread. Captain Kevin. Yeah. I, I got a story for you. Okay. Now, now I don't know if this is true, but it could be true. I've got a lot of connections. Uh-huh. It seems like. That last Sunday, which would have been the day after the mighty Gators beat Sisters of the Poor 120 to 100. Yeah. Um, turns out <laughs> that on Sunday, a major department store in Gainesville got robbed. Oh. And uh, the guy stole a big uh, boom box. And he was running toward the front door, and the security guy was chasing him. Uh-huh. Well, right before he got to the front door, two defensive players from the Gators walked in the front door, and the security guard said, tackle him, tackle him, he's stealing that. Well, the two Gator players dove for him. He got away. LPS, <laughs> baby! <laughs> So what are you trying to say, that uh, the Gators don't tackle very well? That's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, that's good. That is good. That's, that's good. Awesome. I'll give him 10 points for that one. Yeah. That's pretty funny. He's still running. He's still going. I bet you the head coach Florida don't find that funny like you do. Well, oh, buddy. Then do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> he don't think that's funny at all. Truth stinks sometimes. It just sucks. It hurts. Yeah. We got to take does. a break. Okay. And, uh, hey, look, if you got a garage and you're looking to get it cleaned up, I'm just telling you, if you call Shark Coatings, once they come in and put that amazing floor covering on the concrete, your garage will always be clean from then on out because you will treat it like it is a little extra room on your house. 
that is meant to be cared for and loved. Shark Coatings, all you got to do is go to social media or anywhere and just search Shark Coatings, and you can talk to the cat even. He'll come out there and give you an estimate and get your garage all lined up. Or if you got a back patio, it doesn't matter. Anything concrete. And you're listening to 1010XL and 92.5 FM. So I was kind of going through the inventory of uh, pre-owned vehicles at Claude Nolan, and I, and I found three, Jeff, that mm-hmm. uh, our, our folks might, might be interested in. All right, uh, 2018 Ram 1500, two-wheel drive. 2018 GMC Sierra 1500, four-wheel drive with only 41,000 miles. But here's the best one. This is for you, Jeff. 2017 Porsche 718 Boxster. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Porsche guy through Dude. and through. How'd you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See there? Okay. Yeah, so I'll just sitting in one of those, right? Yeah. So yeah. which is well, tougher? Which like is to tougher? Drive him sitting in it or him getting in it? When I'm wearing my Burberry scarf. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, Buford has yeah. a Buford has a Porsche. Yeah, and he's got a Burberry scarf too. <laughs> yes, yeah. probably two. Yeah. Anyway, if you're interested in that, uh, go look at that that 2018 GMC Sierra though, that 1500 four wheel drive with only 41,000. It's pretty. It's nice. Dolan Cadillac. Yeah. All right, I'm uh, still cracking up seeing Jeff trying to get in the Porsche. Did, did y'all see the the <laughs> me and I can tell Gordon will second this. Okay, me and fast cars are not meant to be. Yeah, I I I, I told you the story years ago. When, you know, because Keith races mm-hmm. Buford, your brother yeah. Porsches, right? My other brother, yeah, yeah, races Porsche. Yeah, races Porsches, and they were um, testing. For the twenty-four hour. Oh wow! And and, and this is this is this is four or five years ago, and he he said, "Hey, why don't you? I I'll get you passes into the pit and and, and come down there and, and just get in the pit with me and bring the kids, yeah, you know." Yeah, so yeah. it was funny because when we had all these passes and and uh, I had to tell him I was on the pit crew, right? Right, right. I got all the kids. In yeah. the, it's like the Kenny Rogers and, and, movie, and, 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 and the guard kind of looked in there and he goes, "That that's your pit crew." I'm like, "Yeah, man." Anyway, we, we go in, and um, I, I I could see Keith on the the big track, so it's the the infield. It's it's the same track. That's that you, awesome. You, yeah, and and I'm and it, you know it's crazy. So anyway, they come in, they're changing tires, and he said, "Here, put this on," and it was a black uh, band that goes around your bracelet. Wrist. Yeah. Okay, like, bracelet. And I'm like, what this? He said, you, you're, you're going to be my instructor. You're going to ride with me. Oh. And I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. Wow. So, so you put the you know, helmet on. Helmet on. I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you put the suit on, and, and I get in the car. And you start out in the, in, in the infield. And the, the, the G-forces were unlike anything I've ever felt. I mean, going, going through there. So and and I, you know we, we I think it was you you were doing like 15 20 laps something like that and and it was it was unbelievable anyway we're on the back stretch and and there's all kinds of cars that are testing okay all kinds of cars and how fast on the track at the same time yeah 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 yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You're, you're racing you're racing everybody okay? okay so and he's you know I mean you, how fast you, you going you think 180 oh. yeah you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so so we're on the back stretch and, and dude, he's going. He he gets right up on cars and boom, boom, you know goes around them, and you're just like, oh my god. And the only way you could talk is through headsets, right? Uh-huh. So all of a sudden, 
I, I, we're doing, we're doing, we're going so fast on the backstretch, and all of a sudden he goes, IndyCar, IndyCar, and I'm like, what? And this car goes, fuck you! I'm like, oh my god! And you're going one eighty. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, like we were anchored, bro. He's probably doing two twenty. Wow. Oh. I mean, had uh, you know, I don't know how fast they go, but but you know, with with oh the, that backstretch on an IndyCar, with you know, with the. It was it was it was one of the coolest experiences. Oh, and then we spun out going around the bus stop, what they call the bus stop, which is coming out of the the, the infield to hit the the main track. Yeah, and you got to hit your points. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when you're in the infield, you're you're there's there's points that you have to hit every time. Right. And he missed the point. We came out of the infield and we're just spinning, going going down the the, the track. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> oh now, wow. Well, thank you. Was, the was, reason I say no awesome. thank you is oh. that. It, it, when you're, awesome. you're not in control. No, you're not. See, that's that's the part yeah. that, you know, you're like, uh-uh. Get T-boned or something. Mm. But no, you, no, no, no. I'm just you, talking you about, know, like, I, I, the one I, thing I, that like, I, I don't want to drive that fast because, I mean, it's just that's just not me. But but my point is is that you're not in control. Somebody else is in control there. Yeah. And so that makes you know, it it's, it's, really it's, scary. It's, it's interesting, though. After you did two or three laps. It, yeah, it, right. It, you get used to it. You get used to yeah. it. I mean, you really I did. did I did the um, Richard Petty driving yeah, experience. Sure. I've done that too, Chris. Yeah, that was pretty and, cool. Yeah, and and I don't even remember how fast I was going in that. But I mean, you they know, typically go about one fifty. But it was on that. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's like it. I mean, it felt good. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, but I, I've been a I've been a car guy. Yeah. you know, forever. So I was all it about was, speed. It was, it and everything was, else, but that man, is pretty cool. cool. That's cool fun. What a great experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll I'll take your pass, Jeff. I did I did one I did the, the the same thing that Chris is talking about, and I got in the car and with the guy, and I liked it was cool experience one time. You know, did 150 and felt like your guts are going to fly out the passenger door, dude. And and it has when you go through that infield, yeah, it's it's wicked. But I just I just didn't like it. And, because, and I'm not in control. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like and, and, and that was that was the problem with the infield is because you don't have anything to hold on to as a passenger. You know where where yeah. the driver's got he's got the wheel, but you you're 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 just trying to hold yourself in. As a matter of fact, you're just holding your 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 seat. Your harness, yeah, wow. your harness, man. Yeah. I the the best driving experience I ever had. I actually drove in a demolition derby once. No way. Oh yeah. Oh, that's I'd like fantastic. To oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'd have it, to have one hell of a neck roll though. It was the <laughs> it was the freakiest experience I have ever had. So you crashed into each other. I had yeah. Oh yeah. I had to actually hold one of the battery cables on the battery <laughs> while I was driving. What? That's great. Just to keep the car running. Yeah, because if you break down, the, the, the battery has to be inside. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it has you know, they don't they don't want, you know, Batteries getting hit yep. and yeah, and then causing all kinds of damage. So That's weird. Yeah, so so I actually had to, they had a problem with it and I had to hold it and I remember I didn't know what I was doing there was and there was strategy in this right and <laughs> and I'm just driving around Don't trying stall. not to get killed you know and uh, you know and I'm grazing up against people every so often I'm running around driving well I managed to get myself in a corner oh no the last thing you want to do in a demolition derby is to get yourself in a corner. Mm-hmm. And I had I was facing the outside of the track uh, my my body, the driver's side, was to the outside of the track, and I could see the car coming. Oh, no. Yeah, and was going to totally T-bone me, and he hit me so hard, he knocked me out of the track. 
Ooh. Golly. Did you see a smile on his face as oh, he was approaching 100%. you? Oh, 100%. Oh, that's what, oh, that's yeah. what they live for. Yeah, yeah. That's what they live for. He Sucker. didn't even care if he yeah. won. He's like, this is all worth it. That's kind of like the decleater, right, Jeff? <laughs> but, exactly. man, yeah, yeah, I got decleated. There yeah. ain't no doubt. But it was fun. Yeah. All right, it was a blast. Uh, let's, uh, let's take a break. wanted to tell Mike Devaney, he sent us a picture of like 11, 12-point buck that he got, uh, double brow tines. What a beautiful deer. Mm. That he got, uh, trying to find out where he got it at because you can see the beautiful wow, fall colors in deer. the background. So, yeah. thanks for sharing that picture. And uh, also, if you go back and take a look at some of our Facebook and Instagram posts from this week, the uh, first of all, Kirk had a haul. That was an amazing picture. Is oh my gosh! Good epic, day. and we're going to pick his brain as to where he caught all those fish in a minute. Because it was a fish cup. box full, to say the least. And uh, and Ed Malin, it might be considered one of the great outdoorsmen in our country. I mean, he might be like the next, you know, Teddy Roosevelt. Could be. Uh, he he actually was out hunting this week and got a a deer and a pig, and mm-hmm. and he's headed to the to the sausage maker. Got the mm-hmm. uh, same time. I mean, that's a lot of them loaded up. I mean, he's a, he's a marksman, mm-hmm. quite the marksman. Yeah. So if you haven't seen our Facebook page or our Instagram page, check them out and follow uh, them both. And if you'd like to join in this morning, like Lester, he's on the phone right now. You can call 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. So I made my way over to Tower Outlet yesterday, and I saw the uh, the, 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 the Nimnik Yoda. It looks good, man. Yeah, Danny got it uh, tightened I mean, it, up. It, man, it looks it looks really good. I got, really want to see it. Got some new door man. handles. I do. Yep. Wow. Yep. 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 But got uh, tightened up. I, I got my squirter fixed. Your squirter. Uh huh. Got my squirter Your fixed. Your windshield. Your squirter. Windshield squirter. Nozzle. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Was nozzle. it the nozzle or was it the motor? The motor. Okay. And so uh, they had to take the entire reservoir off to get to that motor. Okay. So don't you it, hate that? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's so. Uh, anyway, a, a huge thanks to Danny and those guys at Tyrell, and I got my oil changed. Got. My squirter fixed. Um, <laughs> my squirter. Uh, uh, yeah. I done got Wouldn't my squirter. Yeah. Your pump. Yeah. So, hey, did they, uh, did they uh, fill up your blinker fluid, too? I was kind of wondering. Like, did he go well, to the you, urologist? You well, know, you, know, you know what the problem with that is that when, whenever, whenever it doesn't work, the first thing you think of is that you're, you're empty on fluid, right? Correct. So I had... Stopped at the convenience store. You don't want to be empty on Man, fluid. No, yeah. You don't want to be what empty are we talking on about here. Yeah, windshield wiper fluid, windshield right? Windshield wiper <laughs> pump yeah. was not. So I had just stopped well. and filled it up, and they had to empty it out. To get the reservoir off. So I was, oh, I was man. like, man, that cost me another three bucks. $3. Yes, dadgummit. Oh, my squirter's so, not working. That's almost a gallon yeah, of gas. So if you, got, you know, if, you, if you have additional problems, my go see Tyrell. My squirter been working good for the last three or four years. <laughs> hey, could you test and see if my blinker's yeah. working? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. yes. No. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> LTS, baby! Uh-huh. By the way. Uh, that thanks, was funny. Thanks, Tyrell. <laughs> Oh uh, boy! Speaking of Top Gun, I don't we, know what we actually got. I'm going to make sure I got this. So, uh, did I miss anything last couple of weeks with Top Gun? Um, he the one a, last week was kind of a stinker, if I remember correctly. Okay. Before that was pretty funny. Yeah, he had a good one a couple weeks ago. Okay. Robert Fosky sent us a picture of of his socks. He's got Top Gun socks. I saw that. Nice, pretty, pretty nice. So, I wonder if Top Gun's making any royalties on that. Wow. Brian Allen sent some pretty nice pictures of the sandbar. 
deer rub. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that. Cool. Do you see the size yeah. of that tree? Pine trees. Yeah. Pine trees ripping the bark off a pine tree. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, let's go to the phone lines. Oh. Haven't heard from him in a while. Hall of Famer. Uh, Lester. Great American. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Lester? How you doing? Fantastic. I got me a plate of plain venison sausage with a little bit of Miss Carrie's mustard. What's better than that? I heard that, man. Miss Carrie's mustard, man, ain't nothing like it, man. I beg for it. <laughs> we, 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 we're, we're, we're taking requests right now because uh, uh, Chef Gordon. Yeah, what do you want to bring in? <laughs> yeah, Chef uh, Well, yeah, he, he, he uh, sent in know. a request last week, too, so we're, we're uh, well, not we, well, Mar- not we. Kerry, Marsh and I were just talking. Uh, I'm sorry, Kevin, for talking over you. Uh, I'm going to, after Thanksgiving, she's going to make her sliders, her her venison sliders for us for breakfast, and mm. I'll let you know ahead of okay. time. Those are so good. So y'all remember those? Yes, sir. Absolutely. That, that, that girl can make some venison sliders. Mm-hmm. But uh, real quick before I tell y'all what, uh, what I called about, Kevin knows about it. I talked to him yesterday, but... Uh, I caught the tail end of the milestones that I thought that uh, y'all were talking about some kind of inventions or something. I yeah, didn't the go great, the other the way. Great mousetrap, but, uh, the great mousetrap. The best mousetrap oh, in the okay. world. Years ago, I made it. Order some more. It's yeah. awful. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I ever bought. What percent are oh you making on those? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. getting a very minimal cut. <laughs> I think I'm I hope you're getting more than 2%. Need to up it. Need to up it. Yeah. Change the color, Lester. Too. This thing wouldn't catch a mosquito you ain't caught one yeah, yet I, have you no and, and, and i mean a solid three weeks no feeding them. nothing are you and feeding you got, them and they're course poop, they're pooping around the rim yes yeah yes that's just for spite oh. that is totally for spite yeah it is i mean you're like you got really i mean at least you could do is crawl up and just eat some food or they're something like, yeah <laughs> Well, when I was growing up, you know, out in the country, you get them little deer mice, little field mice, and we used to have one that would jump down out of the out of the room, and us boys would be sitting back in the long room watching TV, and the thing would stand up and watch TV. It was an intelligent one. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jingles, you had a Mr. Mr. Jingles, Mr. Jingles, Mr. Jingles on the Green Mile. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, Mr. Jingles, you, man. would you like to switch the channel? With, we used to kill them with a broom, <laughs> but but uh, not the reason. Reason I called up uh, was uh, we we've been shooting does on the place because over west, you know, like where Gordon hunts, our rut is closer to the Alabama rut. You know, it's like the two weeks before Christmas through Christmas, and uh, so I've seen a lot of deer, but uh, just young year and a half old bucks to two and a half year old bucks just bumping each other and trying to mess with the does and does run off you know, and stop and. Uh, <clears throat> So we were shooting up in the does, and, you know, there was a couple of borderline, you know, 110, but, you know, everybody's killed a lot bigger than that. So, you know, we let them walk and grow. And uh, two days ago, my cousin went up there by himself at the plantation, and uh, we have a big quail Which trail. cousin? Uh, Billy Goat. Billy Goat. Wow. Billy Goat. I heard that one in a while. Yeah. He, he was there by himself. Mm. Uh, he, uh got in what we call the long patch because you can see a lot of the hilly quail trails. You know, you can get, you know, 300-yard shot. And these two, uh, six, it said it was a six and an eight, you know, about he said about a 100-inch eight-point, 
and another buck kept walking up and down the road to the edge of the wall, uh, uh, long patch, uh, just kind of baby sparring with each other, bumping each other, and then they'd run over there at the does in the patch, you know, where a feeder goes off. And uh, <clears throat> he said all of a sudden he'd, he'd been scanning the quail trails, you know, up on the hills. And uh, he said he turned and looked, and this buck stood up and was a monster. And he goes, holy shit, and he laid back down. And uh, then he figured out, you know, he was sitting up on there just where he could see. And he's freaking out, freaking out about, make a long story short, he looks back over there and he's standing up. He shoots the buck and breaks his, breaks his back. What he was doing, he said the buck would stand up and he's watching them two bucks, you know, because they were messing around. I guess, you know, he kept winning them. And uh, he ended up killing him. Uh, Kevin's got the picture. Oh, you got it. And uh, like kept. He is a big, big old, we call them mossy backs because around there when bucks hang out a lot in the beaver swamp, I guess in velvet, their horns will turn a different color. And uh, my dad's got two of them on the wall that have that style of horns, that gray, brownie color, you know. Mm-hmm. Most of our bucks are chocolate or, or blonde and chocolate, but I think it has something to do with the beaver swamps. But, uh, you know, it just kind of shows you that how uh how your bigger bucks you know which we all know but people listening to the radio show don't after both season you know when you catch them maybe one or two you might get lucky and kill a big buck but you know they're not coming until the rut comes in because they're so tell you know they're smarter and they know not coming in patches or around them until you know it's time to chase the does and they get dumb this one just happened to stand up and got his butt caught you know <laughs> good one yeah no good one good very, very nice deer. deer. I mean, man, that was a beautiful deer. And uh, y'all speaking of all these inventions, uh, about 20 years ago, they're out now. I should have patented the daggum thing. You know, we had the circle door uh, door locks. You know, you couldn't grab with a coat hanger or nothing. And the same thing with your lock before we come out with automatic locks. Huh? I took a coat hanger and straightened it out and put a Gamagatsu hook on it. And uh, there wasn't a, I called it the Gamagatsu, and I'd carry it in the back of my truck. Well, I was at uh, Publix one day, and just so happened, a guy with a big blazer, it was a Bronco or blazer, and he happened to be a fireman. And I saw him trying to get it, and I got out. I said, man, you want me to unlock? He goes, it's impossible. And I walked over, and he bent his door back a little bit at the top, and I went down there, and he goes, man, he goes, I ain't never seen nothing like that. And now... You know, your car lock on people got that one that you pump the door open and they got the same thing. I'm like, dang, yeah, man, slim I been multi-millionaire. <laughs> but uh, other than that, how y'all been doing? <laughs> good. Everything's good, Lester. Good. Yeah. Yep, glad to be back. Head back yeah, today. Yeah, man, I'm glad to be back. <laughs> uh, I'm going uh, hunting Thanksgiving Day. I'm going to take my oldest son and if he can't kill him, buck over there. But there you go. Other right, than that, I, that's the only buck that's been killed this year. All right. Well, good keep, luck. Keep us updated. And let us know. Yep. All right, my brother. Thanks See you, Lester. See All you. right, let's go talk to Noel Coombs no. before we take a break. Mr. Surf Fishing Extraordinaire. Good morning, Noel. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, Noel, I, I, got, I have a question for you. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm dead ahead. serious. So I've been gone for two weeks, and while I was gone for uh, three weeks, and, and the, the first week I was gone, we had those those king tides, spring t- crazy spring tides. Yeah. Um. Were, were you down? How how on on the beach? Were how high did it go up on the dunes? Jeff, question to you too. You since you 
I mean, did it, if it's it changed over, the if, beach. It did change totally the beach. Totally changed the beach. Unreal. And it changed the beach a couple of times already. I mean, you had, and Noel, you've probably seen this. You get these northeasters, and all of a sudden you you have all these new little sloughs, yeah. and uh, and then all of a sudden, a week later, it's changed again. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, is that, that Noel, is that something to always think of when you're surf fishing <laughs> is that things are constantly changing and you have to kind of keep your eyes open for that change? Exactly. You know, in the summertime, when we get these dull weather patterns where we just got afternoon thunder showers and you really don't have a lot of storms coming off the ocean, our beaches get flat as a pancake. Well, right the opposite is true now. For these nor'easters, there's always new cuts. There's new deep sloughs. Some sloughs fill in completely. And like even down at Matanzas, it broke through the dunes again. We got a brand new inlet again. Yep. I heard that. So, this, yeah, this time of year, you really got to plan your trips. You know, look at the tide. You get the tide that's over five feet. And like today, we got a nor'easter. Man, you 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 really got to pick, pick your spot and uh, so that you don't get disappointed and get to the beach and there, there's no beach left so what on, on a northeast wind when do you call it when you say um, you know what guys it's not it's not worth it yeah when it's constantly above 15 okay so if it if it says 15 to 20 and you get to the beach and it's actually rolling about 10 or 12 that's fishable but when it's like today when it's constantly above 15 and you got gusts at 25 and 30 yeah. And, and you got six to eight foot seas. Today we're going to go around the backside tide of the intercoastal. You're going the backside of where? On the intercoastal. It, it, fishing the beach today is just about yeah. impossible. Okay. Except uh, maybe at a real high beach like down at Flagler uh, around low tide this afternoon at three o'clock. Um, you won't be backed up against the dunes, and you've got a real deep slough right in front of you where you don't have to cast very far because there's going to be a lot of rip current today, too. Yep. And, and real quick before I let you go. Yeah. Target species right now, water temperatures in the low to mid-60s. What are we fishing for? Uh, oh, man, it is game on. All we need is some good weather. Um, last weekend, the surf temperature was 69, and I had one of the best days I've had in my life. Um, that you know, the water temperature drops so fast, and here they come. What? What? Big what? Schools, huh? Uh, bi- yeah, big schools of pompano, um, whiting, one of those incredible whiting bites where you, you know, have 40 whiting in a the morning. Um, there's some black drum, and also the big reds. Um, you know, elephants do eat peanuts. I had a 42-incher last week on a one-inch long sand flea. <laughs> That's good. All wow. right, no, yeah. thanks, buddy. We, we got to run. All right, guys. Yep. Thank you, Noel. Later. 641-1010, if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Captain Kevin Favor, yes, I am. I'm back. Jeff Lugman, Captain Kirk Waltz. We'll be right back. CNH Marine Construction, if you've got some waterfront and want to make that waterfront a piece of heaven, CNH Marine Construction can do a bulkhead, dock, Boathouse, boat lifts, you name it, they can do it. CNH Marine Construction been doing quality since, I think, the 1970s. They've been around forever. Great people. Great job. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. 
And uh, so, Kevin, when you were in Indiana, we got a little bit of the story mm-hmm. early on today that uh, you were hunting a lot of uh, big, wide-open spaces in the other place. You didn't really talk much about about where you were hunting at. Does that one have like a little bit more woods compared to the thousand acres? Yes, the lease of yeah of uh, yeah. soybean, right? You soybeans. said soybean on the one, so- soybean, a little bit of corn. Yep. Any alfalfa at the big? Yeah, place? the 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 other sixty acres, which is uh, the other cousin. Moss, Dick Moss, uh-huh. um, which is honestly probably, and 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 the, if those guys are listening, they know it's, it's my favorite place to hunt. Um, I was, I, it, it, Jeff, it's sixty acres, and well, sixty acres is all you need. Well, it's you know like real estate, right? It's it's location, 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 and this place just has so many connections to it. From other woods mm-hmm. that that bucks it's a can, hub. Yeah, it's a hub, and 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 only that. But there's about this little three acre piece of thicket, and that's where all the does bed. I mean, I, I mean, sometimes I see twenty does go in there and bed down. You know, wow. And, and wow. I mean, that's not an exaggeration. And 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 you know, we've got a stand overlooking that. Um, and I and I, I was talking to Grandpa Jimmy and and Kyle about this, uh, brother-in-law Kyle, and and I was. Of all the years, and I'm going to say 15 years at least I've been hunting up there, I started recalling how many shooter bucks, big bucks, that I've seen on that little tiny piece of property. Hmm. And I mean, it's got to be, it's it, it it's got to be anywhere from 15 to 18, you know, in in, in 15 years. Um, and and I I, I saw one. Um, Years ago, that that was pushing two hundred inches. You know, I mean, just just an absolute. St- he was at fifty five yards, and I won one at him. You know, uh, went right right underneath his brisket. But you know, it's it's just one of those places, and that's where the alfalfa is. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's what I was telling. You, we got two different fields. We got about a two acre field, and then a one acre field. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, the, the the two acre field, I didn't even discover until I had two two days left to hunt. I didn't even know they had it back there, ah. and that's where I hunted the last two days. And it was it was unbelievable how many deer come in there and, and those alfalfa fields. Oh man, yeah, you know, yeah. And like, and and this is this it, it, this is on the edge of the soybean field. They you know after they harvested the soybeans, they 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 put in this alfalfa. Oh, they did it before, I should say, but mm-hmm. uh, so it's not like it's tucked in any little you know nook and cranny. It's on the edge of a soybean field, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a road. 200 yards away that you can see cars go by. They don't care. They don't care. No. They don't care, man. What kind of, what kind of stands were you hunting in? Oh, that's ladders. a great story. Um, so, ladder stands and, and hang-ons. Um, okay. And and I already have made plans that I'm, I'm, I'm going to hang my own stands this year. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go up. Um, full. This place, these places are full of turkeys. So I'm going to go up in May. Oh, that'd be fun. And and turkey, turkey hunt in the mornings, and then in the afternoons, I want to I want to hang some stands. I, Jeff, we 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 talk about safety all the time on this show, and literally, there's there's like two, three, four places that I'm just like, guys, I'm not, I'm not sitting I, in that. I'm not sitting in that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I I I'm I, and and literally one one day I I got down because I was so stressed. About getting Falling. back down, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that I wasn't having any fun sitting there. Yeah. You know, and the other thing is, is that it's so thick 
around those soybeans fields, you could. I just took my my little hangling screw, you know, and 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 I went right next to the soybean fields behind the tree, hung my bow up, and just leaned against the tree. Yeah, you know, I had the wind in my face, and and I watched bucks and does come by me. I, I sent you guys some pictures uh, that that will be posted later. Of, of deer that walked right up and looked at me. Yeah, I was wondering about that one yeah. picture. I was like, well, you might have been on the way to the stand or in the No, no, no. I was, I was, I was hunting. Ground. I was hunting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you got your face mask on sure. and it's sticking there and you got a little hole. I mean, why not? Why not? And, yeah. and, and not only that, I'm comfortable and I'm safe, mm-hmm. you know? So, and it's just, it, whenever you come to Kirk's property, your property, my property, if, if, if I say go get in that hang on stand, take your safety harness, you got to do something really stupid fall to out. fall out of a stand, because yeah. I mean, you're you're going to be connected from from the ground until the time you get in there, and then you're going to be connected the whole time you're in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we and and here's the other thing on on our hang on stands, we may have three straps on some of them. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't trust ratchet straps to my, for my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so so what's the big deal? I mean, how how much is a ratchet strap? Four bucks or something. Yeah, to, to, to put an extra one on, and and every everything they've got up there. I mean, seriously, they they said, "Hey, go sit in that that double stand that we have." It's it's uh, the guy used to uh, that that had it before us left stands there, and it was a camera stand, so he had two stands. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Will anybody go check it?" And Grandpa Jimmy says, "Oh, I sat there last year." <laughs> mm. I'm like, "I'm not going to a stand and and and." and, and at O dark thirty, uh, you know, and no, try to, climb to check it at dark. No, it doesn't yeah, work that yeah. way. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. it's that's um, all right. Give you good reason to go out there in the springtime and turkey. I, I've hunt always and, wanted to go out there and turkey. Yeah, why hunt. not? Yeah, you know, yeah. And they're letting you hunt, so bring you know three, four stands up there, hang them, and you're golden. That's that's exactly yeah. what. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's it, fair. It, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang them where where, you know, because the cool thing about that place, Jeff, unlike. Where we hunt, Kirk, which you you always call the jungle, mm-hmm. you could get a you could get a feel for where these deer are moving. Oh yeah, you, you, you spend a few with, days just in the woods. Binox. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's it's. Um, I think that that's probably probably one of the coolest parts of hunting up there. And, and Jeff, you you hunted Oklahoma and, and, and just to take your binocs. And why, you know, because we're not used to seeing deer just walk out into a field. Right. You know, oh, out there. Yeah. Out well, it happens the all deer, the time. That's all they get, have. When deer, when you get north, the deer seem more relaxed. Absolutely. They and are. I think it's a, the lack of predation that we have down here in the south. You know, we got coyotes, bobcats, panthers, bears. And I think that really puckers these animals up down here. Well, Plus, I, it's so thick. So uh, I was, I was thinking about that. I was, I was hunting one of my spots back in Georgia and there was no wind and I had a doe down there about 20 yards and you know she's just nervous as a cat mm-hmm. even even worse now because of the bucks right and and this this doe is I mean I'm telling you she's about to come out of her skin and and I'm sitting there, and I thought you know I could probably just save an arrow take a deep breath and go just yell at her and she'll have a heart attack and die right there <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the way they are. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're my gosh, you, you know, they always talk about with a bow, shoot a relaxed deer. Uh-huh. That's damn near impossible in Georgia. Doesn't work. Yeah. Doesn't it, work. You always have to factor. Yeah. Yeah, you do. It's the way it works. But, right. but, but it is, it's, and we've talked about this, it's a different animal in the Midwest. I'm telling you. Totally different. Yeah. All right, let's get, let's get Sandy in okay. before we take a break here. Morning, Sandy. Morning, guys. How you doing? Morning, Sandy. Hey, Kevin, do you see that? Wasp whipper stick. I, 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 I did. I did. We all laughed about it. Oh, buddy, he's a hoot. 
Um, I met him at the board after I gave him the pictures of when he shot that one doe. Um, and I think it was Monday. He was shooting in the same stand. And all oh, about 7.30, I heard a crack go off. And I said, he got him another one. So I texted him. I said, you hit it? He said, no, it's about 400 yards. I probably shouldn't have taken a shot. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, my truck's about 800 yards down that long shot that he would have shot at. I'm sitting there going, I hope he didn't hit my truck. <laughs> that wouldn't but, have been um, good. No, but um, he's a nice old gentleman. He said he was a old friend of your uncle's. Okay. Then um, he dropped us about 25 pounds of shrimp off at the camp last night, so I guess we we're going to have a shrimp boil tonight. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. We yeah, did We did shrimp and grits last night. Time. Man. I told I told her wife, I said, you know, I've been trying to my best since I got back into hunting for the last two and a half years. And through archery and muzzleload, I didn't get to shoot. She shot one, but she didn't see which way it run because there was a big puff of smoke in front of her. But she had a good time. At least she shot at something. Yeah, that's good. But, you know, I'm having a good time. But I told her I said, last weekend, I said, I'm not going to shave until I kill a deer this year. I, well, said, I might die looking like Santa Claus, but. I'm out here. Good. It's like Kirk always says, you can't kill him from the couch. Nope. No, you can't. Yep. All right, Sandy, we got to run. Thanks, thanks, buddy. You want to give us a call? 641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. When we come back, we got a ring power tip of the week. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the ring power cap tip of the week. If you're looking to get the most dependable, youngest fleet that there is in the industry and to get everything from a light tower, bulldozer, backhoe, aerial lifts, everything that you can possibly imagine for equipment, all you got to do is go to ringpower.com and the cat rental store and Ring Power can take care of you. This week's tip. So my tip got X'd, huh? It did. Okay. But we're going to talk about yeah, we, that. Yeah, we are going to talk about it. Because that's going to be part of our Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. We're going to have a I like tip. that idea. Okay. like that idea. Uh, this week's Ring Power Cat tip of the week, the uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, or you could say Hagen Christmas Outfitters, has a little thing where you can register to enter a win, uh, to win a free inflatable paddleboard from boat. Okay. And that's at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. And all you have to do is go to our Facebook page. And see the details, and you can go to HagenCoastalOutfitters.com, and somebody is going to win this awesome inflatable boat paddleboard. That's cool. And these things are—they aren't—they ain't like these uh, the old cheap inflatable right. rafts that you used to get as a kid to go to the beach. Now, <laughs> I mean, these things are pretty amazing. Yeah. Once they get inflated, I mean, they're they're stiff as a board. I mean, literally, they're like a board. Okay. I mean, hard. So when you deflate it. Packing in like a little suitcase thing in your trunk of your car. That's what I was going to ask. Okay. That's the cool yeah. things about yeah. it. A lot of people that have, let's say, want to go fishing and they have a car, they don't have a truck. They uh, the, the These inflatable paddle boards have become real popular because they literally, you have like in this little bag, you got a pump and then you mm-hmm. got the board. Uh, my brother-in-law, Ross, has one. Mm-hmm. And he's got his little Yeti cooler. And so he breaks it out of his, tr- out of his car or truck. Yep. And he pulls it out of his trunk. He hooks the uh, the pump up to his cigarette plug in his car and pumps it up and then puts his cooler on top, connects his uh, long paddle, 
and puts his fishing pole on his cooler, and then he's got, he's got like, this little fishing machine. That's and cool. so you don't have to have a pickup to be able to load something in the back right, of the right, truck. Right, right. You don't have to have a, a car top carrier mm-hmm. for these inflatable paddle boards, man. They're, they're portable. So and this one's what uh, they're giving away is eleven feet six inches. That's correct. That's a the long native board, eclipse, man. Inflatable, inflatable. Yeah, this is not at some cheapo. I mean, this inflatable? is a, I mean, inflatable. I'm not, okay, inflatable. let's inflatable. Sorry, Chris. Do me a favor, Chris. What was inflatable? I didn't know. Inflatable, 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 inflatable. Skechers, Skechers, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Hey, hey, you hear you hear it on the outdoor show. That's right, man. Yep, Kirkisms. It's always here. Always mm-hmm. here. I'm, I'm look. I'm gonna tell you, give you give you an idea, okay? Mm-hmm. This thing that they're they're doing a drawing for, that's about seven hundred dollars. Wow, really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna win. That. Now, does it have a pad on top? I was wondering about that. Yeah, so it, when you fold it, how how small does it fold? How, like as far as like how big, like literally like a suitcase. So it's like set, a small suitcase. Okay. Like a carry-on suitcase. Because I, I know some of the paddle boards have that C-deck on top of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so you don't slide and slip. Yeah, and, so you yeah. don't fall off. So right. I just wonder if, if it's that, like that on top, like when okay. you look at the picture. Yeah. Yeah, you see that? Yeah. That that little bag, and I'm showing Kirk a picture. Oh, okay. I just I just search yeah, boat, it's a, arrow. Yeah. It's like a suitcase. Like a suitcase. Okay. It folds up like a suitcase. It rolls cool. up, folds up, just like a little suitcase. There you go. And it comes with the straps and everything yeah. come with it. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Comes nice. with the bag and the whole nine yards, man. And it's, it has a pump to pump it up? Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah, my, my brother-in-law, when we were down this past summer, when Can we- Can you plug it into your cigarette lighter? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like plug oh, plug so, in deal. Uh, when we were so down we, in Sanibel, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I had, you know, me and Dylan had our kayaks- mm-hmm. Our old town kayaks, and then Ross had he had a boat inflatable paddleboard, and he was really good by the way, like paddling and speed wise uh-huh. and all that. I mean, he actually kept up with with me. I mean, he's like wow, wow, this guy pretty good, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he just takes this thing, pulls it out of the. He, he has uh, he had like an SUV, so he pulled out this thing, sets it on the ground, throws it in the back of my truck, and I'm like, "Where's your stuff?" He goes, "That's it." I'm like, "Dude, wait a minute." <laughs> That thing you just threw in the back of the truck, that's your paddleboard? He goes, oh, yeah, it's, a, it's that inflatable boat paddleboard. I'm like, Very get nice. the hell out of it. He goes, yeah, no, that's it. So sure enough, we get there, and he plugs it in and blows it up. You know, yeah, cool. Roll, let's go. Wow, that's cool. That's pretty sweet. So anyway, uh, you can go online and, and register for the free gateway. So not a bad deal. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Bill's got an iPilot update for us. Oh, morning, Bill. Hey, good morning. iPilot Link. Yes. You guys told me to call. You like have information on it. But last time we spoke it was about a month and a half ago, I guess. I've been yeah. busy. Right. What are we so, what were we supposed to do? Well, you said that anybody that had information on the iPilot link you wanted to talk to. And I should call back. Okay. Your words, not mine. Yeah. Um I said that for one thing, and most people understand that is you don't need to use the motor to set the tracks. So, okay. When you're in a creek and you're, you know, you want to do the, the tracks, I can put, uh, I think it's 72 mile tracks inside that motor, which I fish by myself. And, you know, the trolling motors are a pain in the neck if you're in a creek. Right. Yes. Because, you know, you set the speed and you go, unlike the typical uh, spot lock. It's way beyond spot lock. So it's, it's easy to use the big motor. I have a flats boat. 
so I can actually set down a track going 30 miles an hour versus what you know, I don't know what the top end of my boat is with the trolling motor, probably you know three miles an hour. Right. So you mean you're holding the remote, you're running the boat, the no. Okay. You turn the motor on. You don't put it down. You don't deploy your trolling motor. You just turn it on. Hit yep. the power button. Yep. Okay. Then you hold the remote, and it'll it'll track. And then when you're done going on, you know, whatever the distance is on your track, you just record it. You know, save, save, hit record, do the track. Really? It's safe. And you now have a <laughs> mile or look, half mile. Favor and I are looking uh, at each other like, uh, we never well, read I mean, that did you know directions. That, <laughs> no? Okay, because, yeah, no, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> We're all three clueless. Yeah. We're yeah. like, really? Amazing. Well, I, I, I didn't know that. I started doing that with my trolling motor on and deployed shallow as shallow as it would go you know which looks ridiculous you're going 30 miles an hour with your trolling motor sticking four feet here right but you don't have to do that either so i figured out um no turn it on hit record go where you're going it's safe and it'll and actually stop. and and have, i mean i guess you did the the blind test you dropped it down and mashed the button and it followed that course oh yeah i mean that, i've oh, been i've had mine for almost four years I bet 85% of the people out there that have these things don't know that. It's more than that. I've talked to guys that are selling them that don't know it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a clue. No. I, I, don't, I, I know oh. where the anchor button is. Yeah. You know, which is sweet. Yeah, which is sweet. Well, yeah. I know how to. Oh, it's super sweet. But you pay the money. You know, mine was four years ago. It's $2,100. Yeah. Online. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of money for an anchor. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's a, nice know, anchor, it's a but lot of money. It's know. a great yeah. anchor, but it's though. really cool. But it's, but it's 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 probably one the one thing in the last in my career. Let's just put it like, that has changed the way I fish. I wish that they had literally, Bill. If they would give me a trolling motor with like the ability to control it, and then the anchor feature, and then like sell it for like five hundred dollars less, that'd be totally perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, well, all the other stuff, I mean, like we were just saying, when we, we, most people can't do it. Yeah. I, or have just, it. You got to have the, you got to have the right depth finder. You got to have a hummingbird depth finder because they're both made by Johnson Outdoors. Mm-hmm. So they're compatible. Um, That's a great tip right there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I researched for a year before I bought it. I actually took the depth finder back and got a little bit bigger one because it would have the memory capacity. I can put 730 some spots in there. Good lord! And you know how Spotlock works on Minn Kota? Yeah. You know, a quarter mile away, you hit Spotlock, and it takes you there, and you can, and it'll stop. So huh. you can get your your rod, you know, and get ready. It's nice. That's wild. Yeah. The the company's done a terrible job marketing it. Yeah, you're right. Because I mean, you you just <laughs> taught me two things that, and I've had this this thing forever since they've come out. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, if you that. have iPilot Link and you have the Hummingbird depth finder, they're compatible. Um, so now that you guys know that, okay, that Bill has educated all of us, uh-huh. the next time you have a, an opportunity, what kind of depth finder are you put on your boat? You going to put a Hummingbird? No. No, I mean, I'm, I'm stuck on the ranch. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stuck I've on got my things. Yeah, he's I saying, love my Simran. I would. I would just for what he's talking about. Well, I, I, I can tell you this. Um, Leon uh-huh. has a hummingbird with the side thingies. Side scan. Yeah. 
and he sent he has sent me pictures, and and I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? I mean, he could see little ledges. He can see, um, like a cinder block. Mm-hmm. You can see it all. It's 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 amazing what those hummingbirds. Uh, I mean, it really is. I mean, so I guess maybe to answer your question, Jeff, if I had something like that, yeah. I, I would I would be against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Bill, you said this well, thing will store. New electronics are compatible too. I mean, I my guys, uh, you know, and I, I have spoken to Leon a bunch of times. Uh, Vic Tyson, a friend of mine, he spent the morning with him today, and you know, they're they're uh, Vic is is. Uh, Motor guy. Loves yeah. it. Fantastic. They're good. But if you want to imagine, you get in your boat, you set a track that's, uh, you know where Mud Creek is? Kurt? Yes. Okay. Mud Creek. You know, that's a good spot sometimes. So yep. I get in, I turn my motor on, I troll along the oyster edge of the oysters. If I catch a fish, I can hit spot lock. And then when I want to go again, I can hit resume. You can you can That's set cool. your track so you go a mile and a half, and it'll turn around and bring you back, yeah. or stop, yeah, or just cool. shut off. That, now you said it'll record sixteen tracks. No, seventy. Seven. I think yeah. it might be seventy-seven. It's more than you're going to use. More than I. Use. Yeah, I mean, way more. Yeah. So, and they're I mean, up to two miles long. Yes. Damn, Kirk, you need to learn how to do that. Yeah, especially on the rocks. It's yeah. easy. Turn yeah. it on. Yeah. Hit record, use the motor, the big motor. I can't you know, wait to I thing. can't wait to get my boat the next time we do this. <laughs> <laughs> doing it. I'll be going around right out in the intercoastal yeah. doing record. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just to try it out. We're just well, a couple well, fries but, short of but a But what I'm meal. going to do is I'm going to get in Scott's boat uh-huh. when you he's do done with looking, Scott. and I'm going to go out there and hit record and do circles. <laughs> <laughs> so when he turns it on, uh-huh. <laughs> well, now what I used circles. to do is I'd use the trolling motor to set the track. Well, I am not going to go a mile and a half in a place that I obviously think is good enough to put a track down and not fish. So you catch a fish, you forget what you're doing, you're wandering around, you're fighting a fish, and all of a sudden your track is yeah, all, all screwed up. Long. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But when you're going 20, you're not tempted to fish. Huh. Okay. Interesting. That just works better. That, that's, that's great. Interesting. Thank, thanks, thank you yeah, so thanks much. Thanks for the tutorial, and yep. I appreciate that, Bill. All right, guys. Thank you for the great show. Bye-bye. Thank you. Man, that's cool. Whew. Learn something every day. All right, uh, we come back, Captain Kirk is going to reveal all the details of how he got a Uh, fish box full of fish. Fifth Amendment. Oh, all the details. Claim the fifth. All the details. Right here. Didn't didn't you know you can't claim the fifth anymore? Nimnick Uh, Chevrolet Outdoor Show. (laughs) And uh, if you'd like to join in and talk to Kirk and ask him further details, you can call in at 904-641-1010. If you don't want to be asked, don't send the picture. Exactly. (laughs) What right, picture? Right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Captain Kirk is going to lay it out for us. So I actually uh, got a call this week, Jeff, from Pat, who owns Steckham Storage. And he's like, you guys have done a great job. Appreciate it. He said, let the listeners know that we're about three quarters of the way full. Score. So, yeah. They, they will have some available uh, next year. Um, but right now, if you, again, if you want to, you know, 
put your uh, trailer in dry storage. They do five-point inspection. They'll take care of it. They'll come out, pick it up, and then whenever you need it, they'll bring it back out to you in, in perfect shape. All you got to do is go to stackmstorage.com. There we go. There you go. All right, uh, Captain Kirk sent us a picture mm-hmm. earlier this week, and uh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. I agree. Amount of fish. Was that last week or last yeah. weekend? It was last weekend. Wow. It was last weekend. It was a good bite. I mean, it was. <laughs> you think? think? <laughs> a good bite. Holy cow. I, I had one of my best clients, Glenn Smith, a uh, great guy. He and I have been fishing together for years, and uh, two of his uh, associates, Alan and Lee, good good fishermen, and we've all been doing this, you know, from kingfish in the summer to snapper. I mean, have done it all, and this is one of their favorite times of the year, sheephead. Yep. And I told them the bite was starting to pick up. I had just got back from Pennsylvania, so I had not fished a whole lot, but talked to Steve and Jeremy and some of the other guys, and they said, look, it's it's on. Mm-hmm. And Steve Fiddler, had Fiddler warned crabs? Fiddlers. Okay. And they were in high demand, so there weren't many. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got to the shop, Rusty was out. And actually, while I was standing there, the girl came in and delivered wow. 20,000, 25,000 fiddlers. And so I bought a couple quarts, knowing, you know, knowing that in the next two days I was going out. So I, I told Glenn, I said, we need to get an early start, 7 o'clock. Basically, we just fished the the old haunts, the rocks, mm-hmm. but it was it was on. I mean, the weather was perfect. It was in the forties, high forties in the morning. You know, it was cold at first. You know, so we had a lot of clothes on, and once the sun popped about, which is totally fine, it is, and and no no wind. As long as the wind ain't blowing, no I, problem. I agree. I mean, and, it, and the other thing is, is it keeps a lot of people at home. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got the place to yourself. It was quiet out there at first. Yeah. And when we got out there and we moved about three times. And on the third move, we landed right on Found top of them. them. And Muddy, <sighs> it was, it was fun. That's I mean, a, a lot of what good I quality fish. Epic day. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people, I had some people send me texts and go, you know, hey, you know, how many did y'all keep? And I was like, look, we're, there was four of us. We could have kept four limits. We didn't. You know, we kept 23 fish total including the sheep's head, and we caught reds, oversized reds, undersized reds, ringtails, mango snappers, but the sheephead bite was on. Yeah, that uh, that, that sheep's head bite, I saw that, and I, was, I actually talked to Kirk after the set yeah. picture. I was like, dude, uh-huh. I don't have anything going on Friday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, and so the, Let me ask you this. I said, they- you know what? I don't have anything going on Wednesday either. Yeah. I said, so you know, what is it? it blows like – 40, 40 out of the Northeast. Did they help uh, you clean them? Uh, actually. Uh, I would have cleaned them. Alan, no, Alan was a pretty good fish filleter, so he got on the other side of the table and I got on one side. Good. And, yeah. We knocked them out in about 45 minutes. Yeah, that's a, that's a which, lot of which, fish to clean. And I makes, ate on them for which, two days. Which makes me Heck, think, yeah. okay, look, when's the last time all three of us have been fishing together? Oh, wow. It's about time. It's been a while. The three of us go and catch wow. the sheep's well, head. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of. It's been, it's been years. 15 years, 10 years. It's yeah. been a long time. I mean, three I, of us I, have fished together. I have fished individually with him and individually with I, you. That's right. Yeah, but, but three of us all together. The three of us all time. together. It's yep. been since the last time we went was when I caught that 10 pound sheep head. And then yep. we went to Singleton's afterwards. Yeah, yep. that's cool. Okay, that's probably been like 12 years ago, yeah. 15 years ago. Okay, yep. boys, let's let's uh, go um, sometime yeah, in the next holidays. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that would be let's fun. Let's do it. Let's go catch some sheep's head and 
I, I don't know. I'm, and you guys are probably the same way. I mean, when when they're biting good and they're doing the tick, tick, and then you feel the thump, and then you lift up and you feel that little bob on awesome. there, and you know he's holding it. It's awesome. Like, oh, stick them, you know. And, and, and the inshore bite, you know, talk, obviously I'm, I'm talking to everybody all through the two weeks, has been phenomenal mm. in St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Trout bite, trout I've heard, bite, trout, really bite good trout bite. And... It's just been incredible. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of nice fish too. You know, I made the mistake of going to Guana. You know, they've got the yep. northern part of it closed because you know for for duck season yep, yep, and all that. Yep. It closes November. I think it's November 11th through. What is it like February 9th? Or? So you can't launch from the beach ramp and go north up the up the pond, or is it? No, no. you can't go in six mile range. Six miles closed. Yeah. Six miles closed. Right. Six miles closed, right. and then you can launch at the dam, and you can go north, but you can only go to a certain point. Right. And so I went out there on Wednesday, and it's. It, I mean, it was slow for me. I mean, I had one redfish, and that was it. Right. But uh, you know, from all the reports that I'm hearing, I should have been in the intercoastal. Yeah, you should have been on the other side. You know, yeah. but just you know, it's okay. Still had a peaceful, beautiful day. Man, the number of ducks in there. Don't man. <laughs> I mean, I know <sighs> it, it. It can be amazing. It, I mean, the, the, let me ask lots. you this, because I've heard that the and and I know this time of year they can be awful. I've heard the bugs, the gnats are just. Sand gnats are awful. Sand Never had awful. an issue. That's that's good. Never had an issue with them. Well, I had the uh, the what is it that uh, Ben's the little Ben's wipes that we had as one of our features. Right. A couple months back. Something else you sold me. Something else I I, I use <laughs> frequently. I had you know what I had used that day, and I've been using pretty much all summer on the kayak. I've been using the uh, that bullfrog. Uh, mosquito. spray the mosquito, mosquito spray coast, yeah. Yeah, okay. that you gave me years yeah. ago, and I yeah. still got some yeah. left. Yeah. Oh, you got some left. You can't buy it anymore. No, no. I can't find well, it. Probably anywhere. because it's toxic, and so I'm just probably just yeah, <laughs> killing myself. But yeah, I still use that, and it works great. I yeah. mean, it keeps oh, yeah. the bugs away. It's great. Keeps the sun off of you. I yeah, mean, I mean, because I've really um, when when the gnats get like that. It's damn near impossible. Yeah, you know, I mean, when and, and because people always think about bugs in the summertime, dude, they got nothing on October, November, December. Brutal, brutal. You know, when oh. it gets warm, oh, and no wind, forget it. Mm-hmm. I noticed that the uh, rat reds have really started to bunch up. Yeah, well, they, they were bunching up before I left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it was it it was good, but they said so. Uh, to go back to your yeah, your uh, fishing real quick, uh, bait. What'd you use? We use fiddlers. I mean, we had live shrimp. We had about eight dozen live shrimp, but I bought two quarts of fiddlers, and we went through all of them. How many? How many mangrove did you catch? We only caught two good ones. We caught some small ones. We threw back. Yeah, but I mean, we caught the uh, ringtails. Now, how does those eat compared to like a sheep's head? They eat great, but you only get that one little strip of meat from the dorsal to the lateral line the rest of the rib cage and all has got so many bones in it yeah uh, okay. it's hard to get anything yeah. out of it but that one strip it's, it's awesome yeah it is ring, ring tails are good they're good to eat Absolutely. i'll eat them all as, day long better than yeah. sheep head as good I, 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 i'm not ever going to say anything's better than sheep's okay head. yeah it's hard I mean, to beat I'm, a sheep's, I'm head. A sheep's head snob. Yeah, i know it's hard yeah. to beat sheep's head yeah i mean we cooked it two different ways this week and man it's just hard to beat it, it. it's hard to keep a redfish when you got a box full of sheep's head i can tell you that for me i mean well, it, no I, and and that's you because I have gotten to the point where I absolutely love redfish on a half shell. Okay. I, I I just it's it's outstanding, you know. Yeah. You know and I mean it's and it's healthy for you. Yeah. You know, I mean it's it's just a great way to cook fish. Well, fresh fish you can't go wrong. That's right. Can't go wrong. No, yeah. you can't. 
Uh, by the way, when uh, when I was in Indianapolis this past weekend, there's a steakhouse that's pretty famous out there. Mm-hmm. And they have, it's called St. Elmo's, they have this uh, cocktail shrimp appetizer that's kind of legendary. That. Yeah. Because the cocktail sauce itself literally will melt your face off. I mean, it's so <laughs> spicy. Right. Like kind of Spanish. It's stuff. awesome. Though. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I sat there and I literally will, I'll, I'll order extra. Uh-huh. Cocktail sauce, and it's so good. I don't know where they get that horseradish from, mm. but it's the best on the planet. I mean, it's I love cocktail sauce that just makes you cry. <laughs> and that stuff out there, oh, it is the ketchup, lemon juice, and horseradish. I know, but it's the horseradish. You yeah. got it's hard to find good horseradish. That's yeah. why we've had that for Kirby Co. Cooking Tip but of the Seminole week. is the best. The Seminole yep. stuff is outstanding. It's, but it's, it's cold. The stuff yeah, that they right. have. At this Elmo's place, because the one thing that I've learned about cocktail sauce, the longer that the horseradish sits in the in the ketchup, because that's what is in there is ketchup, it kind of negates the the power of it, you know, oh. the spiciness of mm-hmm. it. So it's always best to make it fresh. Yeah. But their horseradish that they have has the chunks in it, the chunks of horseradish, Oof. and it's just so good. Mm. And it just makes you just, your nose is starting to run, and your eyes are watering. It's like, yes! <laughs> I like that with some good steamed oysters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, son, man. So if anybody knows how to get cracker. the best huh. horseradish on the planet, that stuff that's chunky that makes you cry, <laughs> yeah. we want to know. Yeah. Anything else you want this I Saturday? You, I mean, what else he got? Let's see. He's gotten. He's trying to get horseradish sauce. He's I got, got some pepper, pepper sauce. sauce. Whole shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. Fried <laughs> shrimp. Shrimp etouffee. Uh, 904-641-10 if you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right, so... Uh, Handyman Travis, if you've got and you need some honeydews, it's your honeydew list is growing, okay? Football season has been in full swing, and your weekends have been spent doing nothing but in front of the TV, and you're getting a little bit of trouble at home, okay? All you got to do is call Handyman Travis, and he can take care of that honeydew list and help help you out. Yeah, your football needs some hot sauce. Uh-huh. Definitely yeah, it was it was funny, you know. We were talking about the trolling motors. Uh huh. And um, hold on, before we do yeah. that, tell what's Tra- Travis's phone number? Five one zero forty twenty. Five one zero forty twenty. Nine zero four five one zero forty twenty. How does yeah. he do that? He's Rain Man. Rain Man. He's Rain Man. Um, I can remember. Look. I can remember seven zero eight fish for Willie. For oh, that's a, good. A, a that's real fish. I yeah. Remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember anything else. Three four seven four. <laughs> yeah. Golly, I couldn't tell you what the fish was. Three, four, seven, I'd have to four. go to the old dials and go, okay, what's that? It's uh, three, four, seven, fish. Four. <laughs> three, four, seven, four. Yeah. That's right. Um, but anyway, you were talking about Travis. Yes. Um, and, you know, Lester's son bought a new Key West with the trolling motor and everything. And, oh, wow. Uh, and and uh, he said, said Travis got on there and was like, well, this is how you do the remote control. And he said he showed him how to do all this. He knew the whole trolling motor. What? Yeah. I'm like, what? He said, yeah. He said, dude, he showed me how to do all the tracks. He said, I forgot half of it already. He said, but Travis knew exactly how to use that, okay. that, all that remote. I'm like, wow. All right. Well, read the directions. I'm coming to the house and give you a tutorial exactly. on the trolling motor. <laughs> we don't read the directions. Yeah. yeah. We don't ever read the directions. 
Good Lord. Oh, goodness. All no. right, uh, Richard wants to oh. chime in well, with the horseradish situation that we've been talking about. By the way, somebody <laughs> called in and said that you can get the St. Elmo's cocktail sauce at Costco. But uh, the, my whole thing is is that the, the, the acidity, or I feel like the acidity of the tomato Gotta paste or ketchup – it negates some of the power of the horseradish. It's got to be fresh, Kirk. You're right. I, I, I agree. It's got to be fresh. You know. All right. So let's see if Richard can chime in a little bit. Good morning, Richard. Hey. Good morning, Jeff. How you doing? Good. Thank you. Hey guys. Uh, hey, listen. Do me a favor. If you've never had this, try this. Now I do the Seminole re- religiously. Right. It's best in the damn world. Have you ever had it on a, like a prime rib? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got to have sour cream and horseradish with my prime rib. Well, no, no, no. Just do raw. Don't do any cream with it. Yeah, straight horseradish. I'm, I'm with you. Yep. I do it I do it quite often, Richard. Just do it raw. And yep. it's like the, brings out the flavor of the beef. It's unbelievable how it does this. Brings um, out the tears in my eyes. I love it. <laughs> well, it's all, it's all good, Jeff. I promise you. So that that's the, my chime in for today. It's just, you know. Okay. Well, we appreciate it, but Richard, I, I want I want somebody to tell me how I can get that chunky horseradish that just go buy it. Go, I know, go but where? Go buy the root. I think you can buy it at Publix. Actually, I think you can actually buy the radish. Okay. At Publix, and you can just chop make, it up. Like it's like kind of like ginger. Yeah, but I mean, is it is one of those things where, like, you know, when you buy a tomato, you got to squeeze it, and you can tell whether something's ripe or not. I mean, I I wouldn't have a damn clue. Hell no. Well, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is test it. Seriously, just test it. Now, get Tara to test it. All right. Uh, all right. I, I need a tutorial or something on this horse ride. Well, thing. I don't. Well, I could just tell you it's a root, right? Right. And it, and it must be a root, and, and Richard, it must be a root that grows somewhere like in the Dakotas. I just remember as a kid growing up that my, uh, my uh, family used to always, we would always have like fresh horseradish really? with beef yes. yeah. up in the Dakotas. Absolutely. So it must be grown up there or something. That rhubarb is always well, up there. I think someone exactly. else is trying to call and let you know. Okay. Well, it's the same type of thing, but I, I promise you, uh, in Publix or Winn-Dixie or whoever, I mean, it doesn't matter, but... Uh, I think you can just go buy the damn thing and huh. you know slice up what you need and chop it up and, and be done with. It. All right, all right. Well, Richard, get your get your pad out and your uh, pencil out because we're getting ready to give you an education on how to make a uh, Captain Kirk carrot carrot souffle. Can you can you ready for that? Uh, I think so. All right. I think. Thank you, Richard. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, horseradish. Thank you. You too. Horseradish is is got to be like a radish. <laughs> It grows in the ground like right. a beet. It's like he and said, you, it's a root. Yeah, and you just pull it out of the ground and you just shave it. Just got to text it. Just tell Jeff to GTS it. <laughs> GTS. <laughs> oh uh, Lord! All right, uh, let's do a uh, Kirby Co Builders cooking tip of the week, folks. Uh, Kirby Co Builders does some absolutely beautiful work, and if you haven't seen it, go to KirbyCoBuilders.com. KirbyCoBuilders.com. K I R B Y C O Builders.com. And take a look at some of the beautiful work that they do. And this week's tip, and we've got two of them. One of them is a freebie. This one is up on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's Captain Kirk's Carrot Souffle. I love Carrot Souffle, by the way. Oh, it's so I don't good. know if I've ever had one. It's great what? to have yeah. it during this time of year when yes. you're coming into Thanksgiving. I mean, it, it's a, it's another fancy way to do a vegetable. You yeah. Know? And it's really simple. You take 
two to three pounds of carrots. You cut them up, cube them, whatever you want to call it. You need a stick of butter, three eggs, three-quarter cup sugar, three tablespoons of flour, um, uh, one tablespoon of vanilla extract. I, I use a little extra, and I the last couple times extra I what? made it, vanilla extract. Okay. I use that stuff that Carrie made that's mm-hmm. fresh, and that stuff's dynamite. So oh, that, that vanilla? The, yeah, it's, it's got a lot more zing to it yeah. when it's made fresh like mm-hmm, that. And then mm-hmm. a teaspoon of baking powder. Basically, you peel the carrots, cut them into chunks, cubes, and you steam them till they're soft. Blend all the ingredients in a Cuisinart till it's creamy, and then just pour it into a greased baking pan. That's all you got to do. And then how, how long do you bake it like that for? So uh, it's kind of double 350, cooked. 350 degrees for 45 minutes. Okay. Is it as the, good as like a sweet potato souffle? Yes. It's, it's, I think it's better. I think it's better, too. I do, too. Now, what kind of carrots, carrots do you buy? Are all carrots I, created equal? No, I buy the big jumbo ones. Mm-hmm. I want those big giant ones, and I want to. That way, you get a little more of a richer taste. Yep, that's versus funny. those Car- little small ones. Carrots does the same thing. What? So yeah. there's a little different flavors with carrots like that. A bigger the root, the more heartier the carrot flavor. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's mm-hmm. like a horseradish root or a horseradish. So it's the same bigger horseradish, bigger is spicier. better. <laughs> bigger <laughs> carrot is better. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you just feel it. <laughs> Yeah. Always got to be that way. No, that, yeah. I mean, never. Right. Come on, thing, Kirk. The other thing that's cool Keep is Keep it clean, it, man. The other thing that's cool is you can take and put a little bit of uh, brown sugar, substitute brown sugar for sugar. Okay. Works real good. And I also like to take fresh pecans and chop them up. Put them on top? No, and put it in it and bake it with it in it. Mm. Okay. And then you want to make it look nice at the very end. I would do those candy pecans on top. Yep, you could do that. And then you mm-hmm. can put marshmallows and then put it underneath the uh, broiler for a couple yeah, seconds. Yeah, the marshmallows it makes it a little too sweet. Well, the kids yeah, like it, though. Yeah, they do. But, and and I'm, I'm with Jeff. I, uh, I don't care. Yeah. doesn't do the marshmallows because it does. It just, it, I mean, my gosh. This a little is, bit of Tara's crushed up candy pecans on top. Well, yeah, yeah, bit, yeah, 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 yeah. I know my kids, yeah. when they were young and I made this, they would always go, Dad, you forgot something. I go, what? Marshmallows. 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 Yeah. Really? Yeah. And they go, yeah, Put you got marshmallows on. They'd make me go up to the store like on a Christmas day or something. You know, and, and, get marshmallows. I, I, I want to throw this in real quick because I did send you guys something that I, I, I was watching. I, I pulled up the Weather Channel on my phone, mm-hmm. and wow. it was there was a tip on there. Uh, about, this is a good one. Yeah, uh, uh, about turkeys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use. I'm going to use it this week. Yeah, and and the first scene was some firemen with all their gear on, mm-hmm. big long rod. Turkey hanging down, they put it in the fryer, mm-hmm. and the turkey wasn't completely thawed. Yeah, frozen turkey in hot grease is a bad idea. Dude, That's Jeff, a bomb. I it it throws a flame up like like I, I was I was freaked out. I was mm-hmm. like, you got to be kidding me. So the tip was is that for every five pounds your turkey is, mm-hmm. it's twenty four hours in the refrigerator. Okay, so if you got a fifteen pound bird, you need it three days in the fridge. Yes, and it might need more than that. It, it might need more than that. But I, I just thought that that was uh, because so many people fry turkeys now. Well, and they try to, they buy turkey and they, they stick it in the fridge for a night overnight. Right. And they're like, oh, it'll be fine in the morning. They realize that it's not, and then they, exactly. they try to push it. I will tell you this, too, when you fry turkey, and I'm going to fry turkey this year. I haven't done one in a while, but I've done a I've done 100 of them, is uh, when you trim your turkey, make sure that you literally take like a serrated knife and go down the neck and cut open that neck to where you have a big hole all the way through the middle uh, okay. of the bird right? so that the peanut oil that you're frying it in can roll up through the inside of the turkey mm-hmm. so it's not coming up and around and then falling down into gotcha. that cavity. Okay. And, That's a good tip. Uh, that makes a big difference. And, uh, and I will tell you another tip, and I've learned this Ooh, kind of through trial and error here for fried turkeys for Thanksgiving, is that do not – 
get a bird that is over 14 pounds whole for frying. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. because here's what happens. If you get a bigger bird, like a lot of people say, well, hell, I'm feeding 20 people. I need a 20-pound bird. I'm just telling you, it's three and a half minutes a pound. Okay, if you got a, a big-ass bird, it takes a longer period of time. Yeah. And so what happens is you end up burning the oil. All the wings. No, not mm. the oil. You burn the wings. You burn oh, okay. all the exterior parts of the turkey to get the breast cooked. Uh, okay? So if you stick with about a 12-pound bird, mm-hmm. and it's and trust me, it's better off if you did two 10-pound birds as opposed to one 20-pound bird. And it takes the same amount of time. Right. Okay? So buy the 10-pound birds. Cut the hole out on the neck. Okay? Do a little bit of Cajun Creole butter injection on the inside. Put a little bit of... um. Blues hog seasoning on the outside that you can get mm-hmm. yeah. on the Hagen Ace hardware stores. That stuff on the outside of a turkey is money. That stuff's good on anything. And it's three and a half minutes a pound. Start your grease out at about 375, maybe a little bit higher than that when you first dip it. But once it starts frying, you don't want it to stay but between 325 and 350. Mm-hmm. And it's three and a half minutes a pound and pull it out and it's money. And you can't beat it. That's I can't wait. We're we're doing a couple of them this week coming up. Well, I love Thanksgiving. I haven't had a fried turkey in a I while. I love turkey. I love I'm turkey. A big, yeah, Jeff doesn't like turkey. No, turkey. it's boring. Yeah, yeah. It's boring. Boring. Yeah. I just don't like turkey. I mean, I like turkey sandwiches boring. left over from Thanksgiving, but I'm not going to Ed Malin's Angie's Subs. <laughs> I hope sandwich. she's cooking you a sausage Sorry. or something. Yeah, exactly. Not doing it. Yeah. It's not doing it. All right, we need to take a break because we need to drink some moonshine. <laughs> we need to take a break. We're drinking moonshine in the break. We do. We've got moonshine in studio. This went right over the top. Over apple. The top. What did you say? I missed Apple it. pie. It's apple pie moonshine. I know. It's dessert. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is like the perfect dessert. We did this recipe on the show how many years ago? I don't know. Three years, Three years ago. ago. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, we, and, and now we have an expert. Now we have an expert who happened to listen to our... Apple pie moonshine was that cooking like a tip Kirby of the Co- week. It was a week? Kirby <laughs> I think it was kind of a... I think it started out with a meal and, at Singleton's, and, and, and as I recall. Here. Something, huh? And we're still here. We're it was, still here? Yeah, yeah, it was we, Mike, wasn't we, it? We didn't get canceled. It well, was Mike. Well, I remember Mike came over to Singleton's. We were all sitting there eating dinner, and he goes, I got something for y'all. I was like, uh-oh. So we're, we're going to sample some because one of our listeners took that recipe to heart, yeah, and we literally have three ball mason jars in front of us with apple pie moonshine, and we have four... Green plastic shot glasses. So stay tuned. We might we might come back. We might not. <laughs> Somehow I got a nice warm feeling coming over me. Down yeah, in my like toe from the fireplace, just kind of sneaking up on you. Uh huh. That was really good. It yeah. is good. It's amazing. I mean, it, literally, I'm glad that uh, that Favor opened up his mason jar. I did. I, I figured yep. that since I've been gone two weeks, you guys have been holding down the fort. Just the least, yeah, we each had a, I could do. a one one little taste. We each had a little taste of apple pie moonshot, courtesy of Dave. That's it's really good. Really we need to do good. that again as a repeat so that people can make this. This stuff is really good. It's perfect for the holidays. <laughs> Yeah, it really, it's perfect. Whatever it's, ails it's, you. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. 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 It's just perfect. What holiday is this going to be? Oh, it's <laughs> National Carrot Day. It's National Carrot Day. <laughs> what oh. kind of carrot? Big yeah. carrot. Big carrot. Big old yeah. carrot. Yeah, for a big bunny. 
Big bunny. I, I can tell you this: that if you go to a holiday party <laughs> and you bring that, rabbits. you bring that, you're golden. You, you'll be invited back every year. Yes, dang. I mean, man. they're like be a rock star. So, mm-hmm. so, so, so you got you're getting some pepper sauce today. I'm getting some pepper you got, sauce. You I got, got apple, apple pie, pie moonshine. moonshine. I mean, yeah, shoot, yeah, man, I'm yeah, good. I'm golden. <laughs> uh, Chip Wingo just sent me a recipe on how to do some uh, homemade horseradish, like hot horseradish. So. I may that's be doing a, that too. Yeah, that's a good idea. So I'll be golden, man. I'll be so I get kind of confused here. I'll have like I'll have a, a carrot souffle going. <laughs> I'll be drinking apple pie moonshine and then eating. What uh, game is that tomorrow? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, coach, uh, can't make it. I'll have yeah. the biggest ulcer on the planet. <laughs> a big bunny hit me with a carrot. <laughs> well, that's, uh, hit my apple cider right upside the head, and I'm not feeling too good. Oh, lordy. Oh. Anyway, and then uh, the, the turkey tips. Are you guys you guys done to do a fried turkey this year? No. No, no, no. no, no we're no, doing no, we're, 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 we're We're baked turkeys. Yeah, we got to do the weather tides. We got to do weather tides? Yeah, we got to yeah. do weather tides. All right, let's do a weather report brought to you by Bearded Pig, Wendy. Okay, how about that? And then yep. the cold front's approaching. It's going to be really cold coming up first part of this week with a kind of a second cold front coming right back behind it. So bundle up this week because it's coming. That's kind of like the hippy-dippy weatherman, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And then you got a low tide and a high Tide's tide Tide's brought to you so by Angie Subs where you want to get – if a you really sandwich. want to get a, get a turkey sub, <laughs> go ahead. Get a turkey sub. Can't be boring. Go right I hear they're really exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it does. He does a really good turkey sub. I wouldn't George know Carlin, it, but uh, I've heard Chris? that. <laughs> George Carlin used to be the hippy-dippy weatherman. He'd go, yep, there's one tide today, a high and a low. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You're good. People always ask me, they're like, what time's low tide? And I'm like, when it gets all the way down. Yep. yep, 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 yep. <laughs> high tide was at 9 o'clock at Mayport, uh, and low tide is at 3.04 p.m. That's the, the low tide again. That's a .72. And again, with the northeaster. Going 30 gonna, miles an hour. You're not fishing today. Just go home, people. It's yeah. going to push them back about, uh, about an hour for the high and the low. <laughs> Just go home. <laughs> Watch football. Anyway, yeah. enjoyed. Uh, in pa- Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. And I'll check in with you guys from the woods on, uh, on next, next weekend. On yeah, that's fine. Thanksgiving weekend. Everybody yeah. have a nice Thanksgiving. You know, remember, be careful out there. You know. Yeah. We're going to. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 be seriously, that, the next couple that, of days. That's a. That video that I saw of them frying that turkey yesterday freaked me I out. I saw that man. too. Yeah. Did you see that? that? Was I mean, I was, uh, be careful, man. That's what I'm telling you. Don't put a frozen turkey yeah. in hot grease. You, you, know? got, you got to thaw the turkey. And you have to cut the hole around the neck yep. opening That's to where it's tip. big. Yep. Okay? okay. So that when you're dipping that turkey, the oil is coming up through the middle and up through the outside equally. Is There's that, no is, separation in level. Is that one of those deals where you got to read the directions again? <laughs> no. That's pretty easy I to follow. I think it's yeah. in the directions. Yeah. It's in the directions. I, I don't think so. They don't, they don't ever tell you about cutting open the neck opening. And that, well, that's a that's, that's a yeah, big mistake that, that yeah. people make. And I'm literally I'm talking about I'll cut about three inches. inches of neck out mm-hmm. to get that opening to where it's about the size of a fist, you know, of, of your fist. Yeah, or so you can see all the way through cup. the turkey. Yeah, you can. You want to be able to pick the turkey up and look all the way through it. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, beer, beer can size. You can put five carrots in there. <laughs> how, how much moonshine did Kirk have? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, did you? What you do about Joe? What happened to those carrots? Holy. <laughs> I don't know, but I think uh, I know one thing. <laughs> I didn't drink mine. Seriously, I had a little sip. Captain Kirk, I think, ate a, an entire half a pan. I think you did of cinnamon rolls today. No, I didn't. Yeah, I you, ate a few. of No, them. you ate like half a pan. I saw you. <laughs> Logs as usual. <laughs> I think them. Like-
Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors. St. Augustine Southwest Grill, Moe's, okay. St. Augustine Hatchie River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Tire Outlet, Kirby Cove Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc., Shark Coatings, TS Home Renovations, that's Travis, Handyman Travis, Coastal Equipment, Two locations, Thick Pen, Claw Nolan Cadillac, Stack M Storage, Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store, The Bearded Pig. Hagen Cole Slop Fitters, don't forget to go to their website to register because they're giving away three boat paddle boards. Yes. Three boat paddle boards. And, of course, the Nimnick family of dealership Chevrolet on Cassett and Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway. Hey, you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you too. And, and, and you too. Enjoy your family. For sure. and, and for all you folks out there. Um, again, always think safety first. We, we talked about it a lot today when you're frying that turkey. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving. See ya! See ya! See ya!